1: this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Hey y'all, howdy y'all. Welcome in to Sports Talk Mississippi. I do declare it's a beautiful Friday afternoon here and the great state of mississippi <laughs> i'm michael borky he's brian haydad and we're just so happy to be here with our super talk family
3: it, it is great to be here with glorious super talk family <laughs> on sports talk mississippi oh man i'm just so
2: tickled right now i got chicory and my <laughs> I'm going to go out there and have some gumbo and some boudin and recruit some of the finest young men in America. In Soviet Russia, voice (laughs) changes you. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, it's such a good day to be here with you guys. (laughs) We got a lot to talk about today. There's all kinds of stuff going on here in the... World of sports, you know, you got some stuff going on at Miami with Mario Cristobal and potentially getting a new contract all the way up there in Eugene, Oregon, but we'll see
3: what happens. You never know what will happen in Oregon. There's a crazy place.
2: (laughs) You just never know what's going to happen here on Sports Talk, and by the way, if you want to be a part of the conversation, you can do that right there.
4: Pick up your little cell phone.
2: You know, you got this little device right here in your hand. You can text the C Spire text line six zero one eight seven nine forty three nine five. If you want to be a part of the show today, careful what you text. The government read everything. <laughs> we do have a lot to talk about. There today, we go. Though. There we Back are. Back to normal. I I wanted to I wanted to keep it up for the entire show, but I I, I can do it. I can, I can uh, do it. Maybe. Been great Been
3: great in the interviews. Will East, tell us about glorious high school football tonight.
2: <laughs> if you're not quite familiar with why the show started that way, Brian Kelly, last night, while you were probably watching the Saints lose and look terrible, and maybe we'll talk about that. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I know we should. But the desire is not there to talk about that, so maybe we'll get to it. So we, we, again, we got we got Saints to talk about. Saints Cowboys, Cowboys won bunch of Cowboys fans in New Orleans last night too. You could hear them through the television. Uh, so we will get to that. There are some new developments in the Miami Mario Cristobal saga. And all of this is going on while Manny Diaz is still employed. So we'll get to that. We've got picks for you. We got state championships going on today. We'll talk to Will East here in a little bit uh, about what's already happened. We've got some winners crowned in this state already. We got more to come. We'll get to that here in a little bit. We got picks, picks for your championship Saturday. Then Mince is going to join us later. But here's where this is coming from. Brian Kelly last night was given the microphone at LSU's basketball game, and he went viral for his speech, but not because he said anything profound. It was your typical rah, 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 everything's going to be great here, looking forward to winning championships, you guys are the best, thank you for my $100 million, but it's how Brian Kelly said that. A guy that was raised in Massachusetts? And has spent the last 12 years coaching in Indiana. And here was just a little bit of Brian Kelly's speech last night.
4: Thank you. Thank you. Well, this
5: is
6: a great way to get started. And I haven't even won all my games yet.
7: It's a great night to be a Tiger. I'm here with my family. And we are so excited to be in the great state of Louisiana, but more
8: importantly.
2: (laughs) I I do declare. I do declare. We're so excited to get started, and me and my family are so excited. Brian, man. There's been a murder, Brian. (laughs) He sounds like what the director of House of Cards thought Southern people sounded like. (laughs) It's
3: like Foghorn Leghorn's illegitimate child.
2: It's the worst Southern accent since Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, God. Or Reese Witherspoon, who's from the South, sounded like that. My family.
3: (laughs) See, my, my wife, her Southern accent gets thicker the further west down Highway 82 we get. So we live in Starkville. She's originally from Greenwood. So if we go that way to see her family, you know, she leaves Starkville, she's talking, you know, sort of normal Southern. By the time we get to Winona, she's talking like this. <laughs> and, I mean, it's it, it's it's a freak of nature. That happened to Brian Kelly right there. <sighs> <laughs> And it's not, here's the thing, you're here in Cajun country.
9: He should have been up there like, ass, yeah. yeah, they don't even talk like that. i so glad to be here with my Tiger family here today now, boy. We're going to get out there on that P-Roll and start finding us some five-star recruits, I do declare.
3: <laughs> I mean, what are we doing here, Brian? You didn't even get the racks in right. You didn't take the Mississippi State job or the Alabama job. 48 48 hours. <laughs> In yeah. the state of Louisiana man hasn't even probably even had any a two yet and he's talking like that. Oh, we're so he, excited to get started. What's he, me,
2: what, and my family? He,
3: does he already know how to make a roux? Has he made a <laughs> roux yet?
2: Probably not. Oh uh, no, he's uh, he when he was on with Dan Patrick yesterday. Where's, where's Quinn? We need Quinn. Where, where has Quinn been?
3: We need somebody. Just text him. <laughs>
2: I mean, he's on dead, Patrick yesterday. Oh, Dan, I got chicory in my coffee, and it, yeah. it tastes great. No, he had it, something come in on, his coffee. Brian. No,
3: you didn't. He come had on, something man. in his coffee. He had a little bourbon in his coffee. He started talking like that by 7 o'clock.
2: Here's the thing, Brian. They only care about winning football games, man. They don't care if you've got an act. You're $100 million richer. Have some respect for yourself. Jeez.
10: Me and my family.
2: <laughs> hey, joke's on us. He's got $100 million, but jeez, man. What are you doing? You've been in the state 48 hours, man. Buy some, buy some vocal coaches, then. Uh, I mean, Ed Orgeron is Louisiana. He even he... looks like Louisiana.
3: He's drop red
2: a... like Louisiana.
3: I mean, I mean if you're going to go this route, you got to drop a fix two in there, don't you? We're fixing to win a bunch of games.
2: Yeah. Come on. All joking aside, there is one thing. I'll play the clip again so you guys can hear the accent in case you missed it. So listen listen to started in family is where this newfound southern draw comes out of this Massachusetts man who's lived in Indiana for over a decade. But there's, there, there's a word in here that I wonder if you guys notice. Thank
8: you. Thank you.
6: Thank you. Well, that's a great way to get started. And I haven't even won all my games yet.
7: It's a great night to be a Tiger. I'm here with my family, and we are so excited to be in the great state of Louisiana, but more importantly.
3: (laughs) By the way, if you're going to play Southern, it's not Louisiana. It's Louisiana. There's no E in there. Yeah. Louisiana. Make him say New Orleans. Oh, God. New Make Orleans. Say, New
2: Orleans. If he says that, get out. I got a mufaletta. New Orleans, guy. You
3: don't even you don't have to say Orleans either. You just, if you have but it's Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah. Uh,
2: but the 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 two words, so I, I said it was one word. It's two words. I haven't won all of my games yet. Yeah, those aren't your games, buddy. No, they're not. And I know. That, that I mean, he's a good coach, right? He's won a bunch of games. And I, you're not trying to win a character award. There are very few college football coaches that I've noticed that are really great guys at the top. It's a cutthroat business. You've got to be dirty. Even Dabo Sweeney, his program's got to be a little dirty if you're going to win at the highest level. You've got to be dirty. You've got to be cutthroat. You've got to be a salesman. You've got to be a workaholic. You've got to be all those things. But still, even the best coaches, the shadiest coaches, no, you don't do it by yourself. I haven't won my games yet. You're not gonna win a single game, Brian. your program is or the program is. That's a huge red that that's a massive red flag for any person in a position of leadership where it's just my I when he uses those words, Again, it's not a character championship, it's a football championship. At the end of the day, does that matter? No. But when you've got people saying things like, God, ah, not a good dude, that's why. Because you don't win games by yourself. Well, apparently. Hey, Will. Gotta go down to the crawfish bowl and have have some boudin and Well, you let me know when he eats
3: some Merlotons. That's when i then I'll I'll buy into him being Cajun.
2: Sports Talk Mississippi will get to your texts and we'll talk state championships coming up at 337 and then get to this Miami news in the 4 o'clock hour. Don't go anywhere.
11: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, call 601-605-4443. Outside of some uh, tail end of the school traffic there on 463 by Madison Middle School and High School, we're looking pretty good elsewhere. No other major problems to speak of so far this
3: morning. Buckle up and drive safe. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers, 601-353-5217.
5: Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Rogers-Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site, diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dabbs Fleet. Call the Rogers Dabbs Business Elite Fleet Team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online
9: at RogersDabbs.com. Rogers Dabbs Chevrolet. Find new roads. I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture. This holiday season, support local farmers by shopping the Mississippi Farmer's Market for all your holiday meal needs. Fresh produce, meat, milk and cheese, eggs, honey, bread, even flowers for the table. And shop the genuine Mississippi store for the best of everything grown, raised, crafted, and made right here in Mississippi. From food items to jewelry to leather goods, we have your Christmas list covered. The Mississippi Farmers Market, 929 High Street, opens Saturdays 8 to 1.
1: With yours,
4: COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, R.J. Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com slash COVID.
1: Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Now, Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Say that again. Please say it. Now back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Sorry, poorly timed joke,
6: completely inappropriate.
1: (laughs) On Super Talk Mississippi.
14: Magnolia trees at night, sparkling bright. Hills of cotton blue, wintery white,
2: when it's Christmas time oh, there it is. <laughs> we got a message on the text line that said he needs to try some Nutria gumbo. Dear God, no. I mean, I wouldn't. I know that people eat it down there, but. What's the most exotic animal you've ever eaten? Squirrel? That's not all that exotic.
3: Snake. Um, I eat a lot of sushi, so I mean, I've had octopus and squid.
2: What was the octopus like?
3: It's chewy.
2: Oh, I can imagine.
3: It's chewy. Um, I've had chicken hearts. I've had bone marrow. Delicious. Well, that's Uh, the
2: best. It's It's like it's in its own little convection oven.
3: Well, I mean, it's just if butter tasted like steak. That's what bone marrow is. Um, uh, I mean, I've had, I mean, buffalo doesn't really count. A lot of people have had that. Um, I guess uh, chicken hearts is one you're like, it's tough to explain. Yeah. But they're good. Like I mean, you it, like, if, you, if you like
2: gizzards, you'd like a chicken heart. Viking Grand Basis Snail, we ate the crap out of some uh, escargot on our honeymoon in Jamaica, of all places. Look
3: at that escargot. Nice. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That was awesome. You just, you put it on a, on a, yeah. like toasted piece yeah. of French
3: bread. Yeah. Yeah. That was the good stuff. Again, it feels like that would be chewy as well.
2: It was, It, but it was really it, a, just full of flavor. bite to it. Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: I mean, the French love them. What if they know more about food than anybody. I don't think there's anything like that that's really out there. Not, nothing, nothing coming to mind.
2: Preston says shark. Yeah, shark is fantastic. Shark steaks? Really good. Rattlesnake great evening, someone says. Yeah, man, I, I've had rattlesnake chips where they uh, they slice them real thin and fry them like fried pickles, and they I'd call them that. rattlesnake chips.
3: I'd eat that. I went to a I went to Turkey Fest in St. Joseph's, Louisiana, and they had snake on a stick, and it's
2: good. Tastes like chicken. Snake on a stick. Yeah, was just chunks of steak, snake. I love this country sometimes. Yeah. Larry and Jackson says, Nutria is not good. I, I don't doubt it's it. It's a rodent. I wouldn't need a rodent. I like swear that. I saw one in a, a small pond across from a Best Buy parking lot off of 25, which is Lakeland Drive it, it, in Flowood, but it, it takes you all the way basically to Starkville. Yeah. There, there's right at the end of the Dogwood area. I know area, where Highway 25 right. is, just for the record. But right at the end of the, the Dogwood area where it's. Like all the shopping and stuff. I'm sure you've driven into Jackson on that road. There's that Best Buy right there.
8: Yeah. There is
2: a small pond, a permanent pond, across from the parking lot of the Best Buy before you cross over 25. This little pond right there, I swear on my life I saw a pair of Nutria rats in there one day. Like six weeks ago.
3: This is great from Georgia and West Point. I had rat soup in Vietnam in 1972 Rat tastes a lot like squirrel. God knows what else I had over there. I stopped asking what I was eating after the rat soup. That's a good call. If it tastes <laughs> good, just eat it. Squirrels
2: are rodents. That's the only. That's the only one I'll eat. Then Tim, we've gotten a couple of submissions for mountain oysters. I never never had them. Uh, I did not know what those were, and I just Googled them. So now you know, we can't really so, talk about that. I don't know who runs the board for the high school uh, scoreboard show, but I'm going to leave this Google search up there for you. <laughs> My noise, is the difference between a, a bull and a steer. Yeah, you're going to you're going to keep this up here. I believe it. Uh, rattlesnake, great eating. Love shark. Yeah, man, shark's really good. Bushy-tailed tree rat. Squirrels are. That's a. That's, that's a rodent. It's a rodent. So I've, I, I have eaten. That's the only rodent I'll ever eat. Willingly, anyway. <laughs> so it was says Brian Kelly needs to copy Mike Leach and make a Believe the Hype video, like uh, Leach did on the bandwagon. He could be yeah. sitting on a P-Row boat eating a bowl of gumbo. <laughs> exactly. Y'all get on now, you hear? <laughs> There's gators everywhere. I've had
3: gator many times.
2: Oh, yeah. Gator's good stuff. Hemi had goat. I, I had a smoked goat at a 4th of July party on Moon Lake in Hattiesburg. Like... Yeah. Goat's supposed to be really Eight good. years ago, it was amazing. I went to a, a
3: fantastic Mexican restaurant in Houston. They had goat on the menu. I couldn't I couldn't work up the courage.
2: Brad here's more cultured than, than definitely me. He said, cow stomach. It has a starfish texture. Tripe, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll take your word tripe.
8: for
3: it.
2: I don't know what starfish <laughs> texture is. It's chewy. It's just chewy. Chitlins, same, you know. Okay, so Justin backs me up. He said, I've seen Nutria and Tupelo and New Albany. So if it's up there, then it's definitely down here. I did not think that they made their way all the way up here, but I swear that is what they were. It was two of them. Yeah. I tried to take a picture, and they bolted before I could. They were afraid of me. You had frog legs? I've had frog legs. Love frog legs. Can eat, can eat them all day. They're... I mean, I guess the They're best delicious. comparison is chicken wings, right? But
3: They're very similar. In fact, there's a great restaurant in Tallahassee that does buffalo frog legs, and they are just awesome.
2: Most exotic food I've eaten is jellyfish tentacles at a rehearsal dinner. What kind of wedding did you go to? Was it Jeff Bezos's? Does he have kids? Was it his daughter's wedding? Who could afford that? He's having jellyfish? I thought the tentacles were the only thing that were, like, poisonous from a jellyfish. How does that work? Well, I mean, I'm sure you just, you know, once you boil them, take them out. I don't know. It's like that. I saw, I watched a documentary. We're going off the rails. It's fine. I watched a, a documentary about uh, one of the few chefs, I think, in Japan that can cook a certain kind of puffer fish.
3: Yeah, yeah, the fugu.
2: And if he makes any error, you, you die. die. Yeah. So it's like gambling. I just I don't think it's worth the risk to me. Like, oh, I no. had this food that if the chef was off his game a little bit, I'm dead. Like, I'm good. Yeah. I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll have, the, have the halibut. Yeah, I'll yeah. have the
3: halibut. It'll be <laughs> fine. So. Beef tongue. I haven't had the beef tongue. I've had beef cheeks before.
2: No, it was de- it was definitely not a muskrat. It was definitely a, it was a nutria. I know I, I saw what I saw. It was not a muskrat for sure. Uh, somebody says Food Friday came early. No, we'll do a real Food Friday later with uh, with real recommendations as opposed to just the craziest thing that you guys have eaten. But this is fun. I'm enjoying this. Uh, grilled kangaroo in Australia, Stephen Batesville says. I've
3: had kangaroo. You can get kangaroo in Tupelo, Mississippi, or at least you could back in the day. There was a restaurant that had like a wild game sampler.
2: They had kangaroo and ostrich and elk, things like that. Yeah, another message says: Any animal you eat that only eats another live animal is good. Bass, crappie, flatheads, alligators, rattlesnakes, sharks. Do I need to keep going? Why is bass not a more popular fish? Every every bass I've had, I'm I've thought, yeah, like really good. They're good. Fish are good.
3: I thought this was a sports show. Well, I thought you were supposed to just
2: sit there and listen and shut up and not <laughs> just, just be quiet. I can't even find sports show. It's not a sports show. We are exotic Uh, food talk Mississippi today. I'll have you know, sir, competitive eating is a sport. Yeah, Joey Chestnut. I mean, he's a legend.
3: That's it. Woody's and Tupelo—they have the. uh, Yeah, that's what I was talking about. They have the uh, wild game sampler up there.
2: Got to give that. Kangaroo kangaroo is interesting.
3: Ostrich, ostrich is very beefy, but uh, kangaroo's got an interesting taste to it.
2: I found it. I thought this was a sports show. Yeah, we'll get to it. We'll talk high school football here in about seven minutes. Maybe we'll get to the Saints, maybe not. It just depends on what kind of mood I'm in. Uh Taysom Hill is now hurt. Just, so so Joe, just, just add it to the just list. Just stop
3: playing. Just stop playing before the stadium caves in.
2: Yeah. Uh so so that stinks. Uh Dak was the Saints defense played really well. Uh they they kept Dak and the Cowboys and especially their running game in check. It's just uh they're out. Basically, everybody on offense. They don't have any Hill players. Not the answer.
3: They don't have any players. I, mean, I, I, I don't have. I don't. I'm not mad. I'm not mad about anything that happens this year. Everybody is hurt. Yeah, good point there. Hunting and fishing is a sport. Yes, yes, it is. There we go. I ate dog in South Korea. There oh it
2: is. no. Oh, oh. Okay. Oh. Oh. Why? Well, you guess. win. Yeah. You win. win. Congrats. We're gonna send you a T-shirt, and I'm gonna draw a. Yeah, middle finger on a piece of paper and, and close it in the package. Yeah. In my time in Okinawa, we had sea urchin. I've had sea urchin roe,
3: which is interesting. It tastes like a salty pudding. Hmm. Like it tastes. I mean, like what you like the ocean smells like. That's what it tastes like. If I can make that make sense.
2: I've, I'm learning. Our audience is just well traveled. Yeah. Somebody says when I was in Norway, I had reindeer tongue. It was delicious. I've heard reindeer is
3: delicious. Somebody asked, what about horse? One of my favorite uh, episodes of, of Tony Bourdain's uh, layover show, he eats a horse in Toronto. He's like, I should bring my daughter here. She's always asking for a pony. There's your pony right there. Oh, uh. like <laughs> That's the funniest thing I've ever heard a person say. <laughs> Imagine getting your kid to eat that. Like, I thought you wanted a pony. Uh.
2: We will uh, we'll get back on the rails here. Talk some state championships coming up next with uh, with Will East, and then we'll turn the page. and We will recap Saints Cowboys, and then turn the page again to talk the latest from Miami and Oregon and the saga there. Some drama is happening for uh, less than four hours from when Oregon is supposed to play for a conference championship tonight. It's a mess. And we'll break it all down with you coming up. Thanks for indulging us today, guys. We'll be right back.
6: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny conditions, high near 76. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 56. Your Saturday, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 75. Saturday evening, partly cloudy, low around 56. And for your Sunday, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 75. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com.
15: At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this.
6: The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th & Goal Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283.
4: Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where garden mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News.
17: When Dr. Thomas Dobbs agreed to serve as Mississippi's state health officer, he couldn't have foreseen that he'd be in the middle of two very large national maelstroms. You could tell Russ Latino with Empower Mississippi was trying to wrap his hat around that during an interview with Paul Gallo.
16: If he knew he'd be in the middle of a pandemic that certainly has a lot of people up in arms, and now his name will forever be associated either with, you know, undoing Roe or keeping Roe. But Dr. Dobbs is only
17: named as the plaintiff in Mississippi's Supreme Court abortion challenge as a matter of technicality.
6: I'm trying to kind of lay low. Um, I understand that, you know, if I speak out, it would be detrimental not only to my role, but also to the case. So, um, you know, we're just trying to be circumspect.
17: For more information, find us online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett.
1: This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Sounds good. On Super Talk Mississippi.
2: His eyes are cold and restless. And his wounds have almost healed. she should give half a Texas just to change the way you feel. Michael Borky and Brian Haydad with you. Now talking high school football state championships. We've already crowned one. Another game kicked off about a half hour ago. And you've got a bunch more to go this weekend from The Rock in Hattiesburg. Will East joins us right now. And Jeff Davis County got the win today earlier, right? Yeah, not a big surprise if you've been following what Jeff Davis
0: County. They've only been a school since 2017. Uh, They were a consolidation. They were created because of consolidation. If you'll remember Bassfield, a two A powerhouse back in the day. Uh, do they have, Bassfield have like four current NFL players or something crazy like that? I know they I got would, two of them. I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, they were just a, a powerhouse program that was, in, it seems like they were in contention every single year. Well, they got consolidated into what's now called Jeff Davis County several years ago. And since then, they've been on a run. And in the past five years, they've won three state titles. Uh, Lance Mancusco is the head coach there. Uh, he's now 9-0 in state championship games. That's an incredible – to have nine state championship games and to be in nine of them and win them all, it's pretty incredible. Uh, So good job by Jefferson Davis County. But also credit Amory. Uh, Brian Haydad, you might remember, Borky, you weren't in the state at the time, but when I was a kid, Amory was a powerhouse program. Bobby Bobby Hall, who, you know, sons Will Hall, is now at USM. Those You remember they had Joe Gunn, and they mm-hmm. were just tearing things Rufus up. Rufus French went to Amory, didn't he? Rufus French was at Amory, yeah. yeah. They were just an incredibly good team year in, year out. And that kind of petered off a little bit. I think their last time they were in the state championship game, um, besides this year, was 2002. I think that's the last time they were in. The last time they won one, I think, was 98. So you got to kind of go back a ways. So it's good to see a, a familiar face uh, back in there. And they, they were a bit of a surprise this year, I thought, um, not a lot of people had them. 3A is such a it, – it's so difficult to predict. Each year it's the most difficult classification for me to to kind of predict what's going to happen. I'll give you, a, for example, uh, Jeff Davis County started off 0-4. I mean, who would have thought? Now, they were playing bigger schools, but most teams that start 0-4, you're not going to end up in a state championship game. Well, that's kind of Jeff Davis County's M.O. is they start off playing these bigger schools, and then when they get – to the regional games, it's all downhill from there because they've played bigger schools. They've played uh, schools that are um, a little bit better prepared, and they come in there and they just steamroll over the regional competition. That's what they did this year. Uh, Jeff Davis County, hats off to them. Uh, The game that we got going on right now is looking like it's going to be a barn burner. We have in 1A football, Bay Springs and Hollandale Simmons. Hollandale Simmons, I've said it. For the past couple of weeks, guys, the best offense and best defense on paper in the entire state. Uh, they're scoring points, that's 66 points, 70 points. Uh, they had their closest game uh, in the past couple of months, uh, last, either last week or the week before. They played Biggersville. Biggersville scored 30 on them. They still beat them by 36. That's, wow. kind, of, that's kind of a close game for, wow. for Hollandale-Simmons. But they're playing Bay Springs, a team who's kind of similar to them. Uh, and right now, I think the game is uh, end of the first quarter. It's 12-8, to eight, Hollandale-Simmons. Hollandale-Simmons jumped out ahead, then Bay Springs came back. Hollandale-Simmons does not kick extra points. Uh, they go for two every time. Love that.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, so Mike
0: Leach. Yeah. So uh, that's kind of what we're seeing right now with Hollandale-Simmons and Bay Springs. Um and then tonight we'll have the big 6A matchup. That's Madison Central taking on Brandon. This is a rematch from earlier this year, but this is a completely different Brandon team. Madison Central beat Brandon like 42-19, to 19, something like that, in the second week of the season. This Brandon team, I don't know what happened, but something clicked on them in that third, since the th- they started off 0-2, so that third game of the year, they have been on a roll. Uh, and they've done it recently without... Their, one of their key players, Nate Blunt, the, the running back who got injured, and they run kind of a Lane Kiffin, hurry-up style, a lot of running uh, type offense, and uh, they've just been on a roll. Last week, they were up 21-7 to on Oak Grove. Oak Grove ended up coming back and scoring two touchdowns to make it 21-20, made it a lot closer, but they were up 21-7 to on the defending 6A state champ, who was playing pretty well. Uh, so that that kind of shows you what what Brandon is doing. Madison Central on the other hand lost their starting quarterback uh 2 weeks ago, Vic Sutton. So they're they're in there with a backup quarterback and they I don't want to say they steamrolled over Starville last week, but it wasn't really close with and a backup. With a backup, that's what was so surprising last week. I think that was one of the biggest surprises of last week cuz everybody expected that game to at least be close and um Madison Central came out firing on all cylinders with the injury, which is incredible. So that's the game tonight at 7 p.m. Tomorrow, looking at tomorrow's slate in 5A, you've got West Point taking on Picayune. And, guys, if you don't know anything about West Point-Picayune, this is Alabama versus Georgia. Uh, Very similar teams, very good teams. West Point has been to six straight state championship games. They didn't win last year. Last year they got beat by Wes Jones, but they're back again this year. Uh, Chris Chambliss, the head coach at West Point, is 41-9 and in playoffs in his career. 41-9. and That means he's been winning a lot of playoff games. And then you've got Picayune, on the other hand, who is very similar to West Point. They both like to run the ball. Uh, I think the only team that has thrown for fewer yards and completed l- less passes than West Point is Picayune. Picayune's completed 24 passes all season long. Their leading receiver has nine receptions, which is nine more than you, nine more than me. It ain't a whole lot because they run the ball. They've run for nearly 5,000 yards this season. Uh, they they got beat by West Point, I think it was two or three years ago in the state championship game. So this is this is a, a matchup that a lot of people were really hoping would happen, uh, West Point taking on Picayune. That game is tomorrow at 7 p.m. It's the night camp. Uh, The other games that you have going on tomorrow, you've got Columbia at Cenotopia. That's the 4A game. That's at 11 a.m. Cenotopia, I would say, is the the biggest surprise. M- maybe Lafleur County in uh, in 2A, but Cenotopia is definitely one of the big surprises this year. Nobody had, outside of Cenotopia, nobody had them in the state championship game. And they've they've had probably the most difficult path to get to the state championship game. They had to play West Lauderdale, where they were the underdog. They had to play Itawamba AHS, where they were the underdog. Last week, they had to go on the road to Caledonia, who was red hot, and they beat them... Um, thirty-four to twenty-seven. Columbia, on the other hand, they're also—it's kind of unexpected for them to be there, not because they're not a good team, but because they got reclassified last year. They were a three A school this time last year. They're a four A school now. It's very difficult for teams to make that transition and be successful that first year. But Columbia managed to do it, and of course, they have Jahim Otis, the six foot four, two thousand pound defensive tackle. I saw a picture of him. He looks sta- like
2: Shaq out there in
0: shoulder pads. He looks like Shaq standing next to Ed Orgeron. I saw a picture of him next to Ed Orgeron, and I described it to Gerard. I was talking to Gerard Gibbert uh, earlier. I said it looked like Mickey Rooney standing next to Shaq. I mean, that's kind of what it it looks like to me with Jaheim Otis. Uh, he's a monster, and he also plays – a lot of people don't know, but he also plays offensive tackle for Columbia a lot of times. So, uh He's kind of the key player right there, and Sinatobia hasn't experienced a player like him yet. But Sinatobia, they have shut down some some really good teams along the way. That that went over West Lauderdale in the first round of the playoffs, I was shocked by that. So I wouldn't put anything past Sinatobia at this point. So that game is at eleven a.m. tomorrow. And then uh, the other game we got is in 2A, Scott Central taking on LaFleur County. This is probably the most lopsided matchup of the the championship game slate. Uh, LaFleur County has got their best team in 70 years, the best team in school history, but they've kind of eked out each win, and they haven't faced a team like Scott Central. Scott Central is, if you, if you hold them to 50 points and less – You're doing something. They score 50 points or more, seems like, every single game. So far in the playoffs this year, 54 points scored in the first round, 54 in the second round, 60 in the third round, 60 last week. 228 points scored so far in the playoffs this season alone. An incredible job by them. And when Taylorsville... Uh, got reclassified to 1A. That created a power vacuum in 2A, and Scott Central seems like they're filling the void there. An incredibly good team uh, with the the Rebels of Scott Central. So LaFleur County's got their uh, got their work cut out for them tomorrow at 3 p.m. Uh, in Hattiesburg. But, guys, I'm going to tell you this. Looking back at this season, this this week I've kind of been able to look back at some of the things that have happened this season. I'm struck by how normal things are. Last year I just remember every week was like is this game going to happen. I would do previews for I would start write you know Wednesday I'd start writing previews about games that were going to happen on Friday and then the game didn't happen cuz of covid or cancellation or something like that. This year outside of that referee shortage that we had where we had to move some games to Thursday night Things have been really, really normal, and that I never thought that being normal would be fun. But it, it's it's fun that I know that a game is going to happen yeah. uh, going into a Friday night. Nine rings. At at some point, do you start
19: like fitting Put, them on, your for your put and... them on your toes? You got to put them on you.
0: Take your boots off and put them on your toes, Brian Haydad and Michael Borkey. That's what you got to do. Hey, real quick, what's the most exotic animal you've ever eaten? I had beef tongue the other day. Uh, oh wow. Yeah, at the South Korean barbecue place, so you have to cook it yourself. Uh, I think the m- most exotic thing I've ever eaten is a, uh, a sea urchin in Greece. Nice. You literally just pick it off. It, it sticks to a rock, and you pull it off, and then you eat it. <laughs> Unbelievable! Yeah, Everybody's more cultured than me, as I've learned. Uh, Madison Central game on the radio tonight? It is on the radio on uh, Supertalk Jackson 97.3. If you're in the Central Mississippi area, you can also go to supertalk.fm slash high school where you'll get that game plus the West Point game plus the Senatobia game tomorrow. So we got some state championship games for you.
2: That's your high school football wrap-up. State championships this weekend in Hattiesburg. We'll be right back.
16: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. No accidents or breakdowns to report. Traffic's looking good on 55, 20, and 220. If you see a traffic problem, be sure to contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Since
0: 1935, the fabulous Mayflower Cafe in downtown Jackson has been serving the freshest seafood to generations of Jacksonians. It's a Mississippi landmark. Redfish, snapper, crab, oysters, fried, grilled, broiled, or blackened, all fresh and waiting for you. Don't forget our world-famous comeback dressing. A gift card and a bottle of our salad dressing, the perfect year-round gift. The Mayflower opens Tuesday through Friday for lunch and dinner, Saturday dinner only. BYOB, 123 West Capitol Street. Street.
1: Ace Bolt and Screw is your one-stop shop for great gifts, tools, accessories, fasteners, saw blades, ladders, and more. The best selection of hardware and fasteners is at either location of Ace Bolt and Screw on Julianne Street just off Gallatin and Jackson or the Gluckstadt location right off I-55 next door to Camper Corral. Whether you're shopping for the do-it-yourself or in your life or for a professional contractor, even your industrial wish list, you'll find the best deals this holiday season at Ace Bolton Screw online at acebolt.net.
10: Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. I'll never forget when I was a child the excitement I used to feel on Christmas morning when I saw that new rifle or shotgun under the tree. I hope you'll come by and see us and let our friendly staff help you pick out a little excitement for that special person on your list. I have to tell you, though, I got the wrong kind of excitement last week. I took off a few days to go hunting, and while I was gone, my wife and daughter came in and decorated the store for Christmas. Bows and ribbons everywhere. They even dressed up my dadgum black bear mount like Santa Claus. Women.
5: Hello here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Supertalk Jackson 97.3.
13: Nothing brings people together and forms a lasting bond like
1: sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. Covering your favorite teams like no one else. On the Supertalk app, supertalk.fm, and on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station.
18: Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening.
2: Michael Borkey and Brian side, Haydad with you. Sports I Talk Mississippi on a Friday. Walking
18: in a winter wonderland. Richard is off at the
2: SEC Championship. Big Bulldog fan, that Richard Cross. I'm
3: excited for him to go.
2: Hey, he gets to see Nicobe Dean play. Exactly. So... There's that, but he'll be back with us on Monday to recap Championship Saturday, of which will give you picks coming up later on in the show. 537 probably is where we will do those, so much later today we'll give you picks for Championship Saturday, but first we did have a bit of breaking news. I forgot that uh, Mike Leach's staff breaks down like this. There are no tight ends, so there are no tight ends coaches, but there are inside receiver coaches of which... He has apparently just left.
3: Right. Dave Nichol, inside receivers coach, is headed to USC to be a part of Lincoln-Riley staff. Credit to my friend Steve Robertson for uh, breaking that news. And so there will be a coach for the first time. Uh, Mike Leach, you know, last year brought his entire staff back, which was the first time for MSU to do that, I'm pretty sure, since uh, like 99-2000 type years. It's been a, a long time since MSU has had complete coaching continuity I didn't mean for there to be alliteration like that uh, it. For, from year to year. But they did, but now there will be a, a change in that staff.
2: And somebody I mean, may or may not ask this, but usually when staff members leave, the question always comes, why? Well, because this happens. It happens all the time. Honestly, if you're not getting staff members poached, you're not doing a good job. Or you're already, you know, a top top-tier
3: job. Right. But, yeah, you want your coaches moving around. For the most part, I mean, assistant coaches is just kind of, uh, kind of, kind of the way that it goes. That's why so. you
2: give them one-year contracts. That's why when you give, when you hear coordinators that get two or three-year deals, you're like, whoa! Like yeah. Mike Bobo at Auburn had 3.9 million remaining on his contract. Very stupid contract by Auburn, and now they're having to pay the pr- price because they fired him. Yeah. Most of these guys are on one-year recurring deals. Exactly.
3: So and USC is a better job than Mississippi State, so he'll head up there and state will look to replace him and uh, you know obviously you'd like to get that done quickly. You know, I don't think it'll be I don't know that you can have it done before signing day starts, but we'll see how it goes. I I don't think there's anybody in danger of flipping from Mississippi State to USC in the signing
2: class. Get a message here. I saw Nikobe Dean beat John Rice Pumley in Hattiesburg three years ago, looking forward to the Brandon Madison Central game Tonight, the atmosphere is going to be insane down there. Mm -hmm. I I can't help but wonder what it would be like if they did get to keep it in Jackson. What what it would be like here, I mean, removing the hour-and-a-half drive with two local teams playing Just couldn't do it, though, with the the SWAC championship game. Speaking of that, the atmosphere tomorrow in Jackson at that stadium for the SWAC championship is going to be insane. Every seat will be filled. Yeah, should be a an,
3: an, and and you know all credit to Deion Sanders and 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 what they've been able to do there at Jackson State. Seeing the images from the uh, the Soul Bowl a few weeks ago, I mean, it did my heart good to see Memorial Stadium packed to the gills like that. Probably brought and you it, back, huh? Well, yeah, absolutely, it did. I you know I'm part of some of those big crowds back in Jackson back in the day, and like I said, there'll be another one there tomorrow. So don't don't ever think you'll see you know State, Ole Miss, Southern playing there again, but. It's definitely fun to, re- to relive, and I'm glad to see Jackson State doing that. Did you think it was going to happen this fast? No. No. and But, you know, credit to Sanders. Obviously, he put together a good staff. Jackson State's a team that has talent year in and year out anyway, but the way he was aggressive with the transfer portal made all the difference. He went out and found guys from major programs who had left And consoled them on his vision at Jackson State, and the fact that he's Deion Sanders certainly helps. And yeah, you know, now they've got something moving, got something going there to the point where, like Dion, can afford to be selective about a next job. He can wait out and see how what happens with Mike Norvell or or, or other. His name's going to start popping up more as long as he continues
2: to win. So we'll get to this coming up after uh, after the break. Here, Uh, his name is not popping up in Miami right now, and part of the reason is because they haven't had an opening yet. But if he keeps winning like this, jobs like that, that programs that need resurrection, like a Miami, could, if he continues to coach like this, use a guy with that kind of, uh, what's the word, gravitas? That's a good word, yeah. Uh, that he's brought. Because it's crazy. I mean, the, the crowd that will be in Jackson tomorrow... Will be bigger than all but like two combined home games for Ole Miss and State.
3: Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, and crazy. you said, crazy. just going to keep growing. Just going to keep growing. Jackson State is a, is a, Jackson State has the potential to be the biggest FCS program in the country yep. if, if this continues.
2: Yep. So we'll get to this Miami drama coming up after the break. What is the latest? And people around here, of course, are interested, whether they're worried or excited about the prospect of Lane Kiffin being involved in this. So we'll give you the latest next. It is a mess, but things are happening. And the Pac-12 championship starts in three hours. And Cristobal is heavily involved in all of this. Where does it stand? We'll tell you next at Sports Talk Mississippi.
1: Supertalk. Mississippi is powered by your
7: true at online. online at supertalk.fm. I'm Mary Corsetti. Health officials respond as more cases of the Omicron COVID-19 variant are found in the U.S. CDC Director
5: Rochelle Walensky says that while COVID Omicron is still being studied, it is not prevalent.
13: I know that the news is focused on Omicron. But we should remember that 99.9% of cases in the country right now are from the Delta variant.
0: Federal health
5: officials are still recommending vaccination and booster doses. Evan Brown, Fox News.
7: And in an underwhelming jobs report, 210,000 Americans were hired in November.
13: This was the smallest number of jobs added since December 2020, making it the worst month for job creation this entire year. The president, though, he instead focused on the positives, Unemployment employment dropped down to four. 0.2% and labor force participation
7: also rose to 61.8%. Fox is Jackie Onry, America is listening to Fox News.
0: Fillmore Buick GMC, you drive everything we do.
17: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Governor Tate Reeves wants to give teachers a $1,300 across-the-board pay raise, followed by a $1,000 raises for the following two years. Representative Noah Sanford supports that, but he thinks we need to look for other ways to eliminate the state's teacher
9: shortage. Uh, a friend of mine uh, left teaching after 10 years, because of covid you know she said i'm i'm sick of the uh the virtual and the class and going back and forth and back and forth and she said it's just be easy for me just to get out and find something else to do until all this gets back to normal
17: A Mississippi man indicted for the murder of his grandmother will spend life behind bars. Samuel Hunter Anderson was convicted of first-degree murder after shooting Evelyn Davenport to death in 2020 in Warren County. The three-day trial ended late Wednesday. It only took the jury four hours to reach a verdict. I'm Kelly Bennett.
13: This may not look like a typical farm, but our plants bloom in every corner of the state. From flowers to decorations, to fruits and vegetables, even homemade jellies and jams, we take pride in producing the best for you.
11: You may ask why we do this. Like my parents, we love what we do and plan to pass on our family business to future generations. It's our way of life, providing for our family and yours, the farm families of Mississippi.
17: My son is not some statistic
7: daughter's not a headline my girl she's not someone's agenda what he what she is is irreplaceable covid hospitalizations
14: of young people have tripled since the start of summer so i talked to my daughter's
10: doctor about covid vaccines
13: she said they're highly effective in preventing hospitalizations and deaths
10: even from the delta variant
13: we can do this find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov paid for by the u.s department of health and human services
17: There haven't been any confirmed cases of the Omicron variant identified in Mississippi, but State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs points out that there's probably a lot more of it in the U.S. than we're aware of.
18: There's a there's a week or two delay
6: in our surveillance efforts from when we collect a sample and we know it's full genetic sequence, so that does take a little bit of time.
17: It looks like this variant is going to be as contagious as the Delta variant. In South Africa, so far the increase in cases isn't proportional to deaths and hospitalization, so there is hope it may be milder. It's really still too early to know for sure.
12: Halftime isn't a break, it's game time. <laughs>
17: The nationally acclaimed Jackson State Sonic Boom of the South is featured in a new commercial for Pepsi. If you haven't seen it yet, you can check it out on our Super Talk Mississippi Facebook page. I'm Kelly Bennett.
19: Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit slash business.
13: Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour weekdays from two to three p.m. right here on Super Talk Jackson, ninety-seven point
1: three. Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Let me put it to you this way: right here on Super Talk Mississippi. <laughs>
2: Worth to Scott Satterfield appears to be keeping his job at Louisville. Not a great time to be hiring coaches right now, so maybe that factored into the decision there. But especially at that not top ten tier level. Yeah, Michael Borky and Brian Haydad. With you speaking of coaching searches, we'll start the second hour with this Barry Jackson, who covers Florida sports, South Florida sports for the Miami Herald, and has done it for almost three decades now. Said that. Uh, Miami is going to be making a run at Mario Cristobal in the coming days. And then that was followed up with a couple of reports from John Canzano, who is on the 3,300-mile opposite direction of the country, covers Oregon, does radio there in Oregon, said that uh, Mi- or, excuse me, Oregon is very well aware that Miami is set to make a run at Cristobal. And have put an offer in front of him, or will be putting an offer in front of him, that is Brian Kelly esque, somewhere in the neighborhood of ten million dollars a year. It's quote aggressive and in line with what we've seen this week. Brian Kelly and Lincoln Riley dollars for Cristobal there at Oregon. So no, those are the nuts and bolts, if you will. But what do you think about this?
3: Well, it feels like it's a pretty. Two, it's like a, this is a three step process here. It is. Cristobal will make his decision. Miami will decide, do we want to keep Diaz or go after Kiffin? And then Kiffin will make his decision. And then after that, I think they'll say, Miami would say, let's keep Diaz and do this reboot next year. I don't think they would go past Kiffin on, on their uh, their wish list. Because I don't know who's out there's no There's not a guy that out there that, that just excites you at that point.
2: Yeah, there's a few things at play here. First, the timing has got to make Mario Cristobal so mad of all of this coming out. I mean, you have got to be furious if you're him. That this is coming out three hours before you play in a conference championship game. You know his side of things. Did not want this remember, to be a conversation.
3: Remember Les Miles? Yeah. Uh, the, I wonder if he'll come out and talk about his damn strong football team.
2: I hope so. The second thing is... There's a reason that he has not taken an extension at Oregon, in my opinion. And yeah. and the, the third and final thing and the most important thing is I've heard from people a lot. I've even seen media people opine over this. And I think they're right when they say, why would you leave Oregon for Miami, possibly even for less money? Why would you do that? Oregon's a better job. And I, I agree. There's better resources there. You have better support. All, I mean, the, the new facility renderings that they're building in Oregon look unbelievable. It will be a one-of-a-kind indoor practice facility at Oregon. It looks stunning, and they'll build it quickly. They've got all the money, all the resources, everything in the world. But in this case, with Mario Cristobal, he's a Miami guy. He's from there, grew up there, and his ailing mother currently lives there. After they lost, or they lost their last game of the season, right? To Utah uh,
3: I thought they won their Oh, no. we're talking about Oregon Yes, yes, Oregon, yes We're talking about Miami Yes, you're correct
2: No, no they Oregon beat Oregon won. State
3: Yeah, they, they won the last game They, they lost week uh, 11 or whatever
2: right. And he, they have Oregon again tonight he, he hopped on a plane to Miami To be with his ailing mother And the quotes after that uh, Does not appear that she's doing very well So, he's a Miami guy from there, grew up there, and he's got family there, including a sick mom. And people are different. Some people are happy to get away from home, they never want to go back. And, and I'm not saying that way is wrong or anything like that. But I, when I read this story about Cristobal and the offer and how it hasn't been agreed to yet, and he's considering Miami, and Miami's going to make a run at him, even though they still have a football coach and they don't have an athletic director... I thought about myself, and I'm not a multi-million dollar football coach, I'm not a multi-million dollar whatever you want to call me, but I do live far enough away from my family where I don't get to see them very often, it's about 600 miles, roughly, and every time I FaceTime with my dad and his grandson, my son, who's named after him, I get a little sad because I wish that he got to learn about Pop-Pop not through the phone. That he got to actually be with him. I miss my family. And if my dad ever fell sick, I would drive Uber 14 hours a day to make ends meet there with him. I would go home. I would put my dreams aside. I would, I would leave this job, though I love it. And I was educated here. I met my wife here. I was married here. My son was born here. If the opportunities keep coming, I will be here forever. But if my dad falls sick, I'm going home. And I'm going to be with him. And I will put everything on hold. So if Mario Cristobal is anything like me, Oregon's package won't be enough. He's going home. Even if it's for a pay cut, he's going home. He may not be like me. It may be different. The money may be too great and yes, you can hop on a jet and fly home. Although there's a difference between a 90-minute flight and a 7 or 6-hour flight.
3: And it may not even be money. It may just be I don't feel like I can win at Miami. That too. At the, at the same level I can at Oregon. I don't feel like we have the same, you know, money to me is one thing, but how much how much money are they willing to put to the program? You know at Miami at Oregon, it's basically a blank check. You're going to get what you want at Oregon. Yeah. with Phil Knight running things there. Miami doesn't have that. So th- there's a lot going on, but you're right at the end of the day if the allure of coming home could be the greatest factor for him. So And it was sort of what we were talking about yesterday with Kiffin. What's the allure to Miami to him? It's the location. He wants That's where he wants to live. That's the only thing attracting him to Miami. It's certainly not money or facilities or anything like that. It's just the idea that
2: I want to live in Miami. That, that's what makes this situation so fascinating is it's a dumpster fire. It, it, Miami's a dumpster fire right now. Not only are they lacking in facilities and lacking in fan support and people swear that money's not going to be an issue when it comes to Cristobal, that they have enough to hire him. They haven't shown that. They, they don't have a good enough roster. Their recruiting class is a disaster. The facilities are a disaster. Their stadium is an hour from campus on a bad traffic day. It's not a good job. And despite all of this, all of the booster unrest and the board of trustees and Manny Diaz still being the coach there and not having had an athletic director, you've got two high-level candidates that are at least to some degree so interested in your job that they will not sign a massive extension with theirs yet. That's that's very unique. Yeah, Because in a typical world... Diaz has already been fired, and they're on candidate number three in a typical world.
9: Right.
3: I don't know. I don't know what the uh, the, the timeline's going to be for all of this, you know?
2: It feels like soon. It feels like it, things are really going to speed up really the second the game ends. I have a feeling this is going to go down just like Bedlam.
3: Yeah, it could very well be that way.
2: Because apparently, I don't know who's making the decisions at Miami either. I mean, who's yeah. making this call to make a run at Ball? Who's I don't making know. this decision? But uh, if they are, in fact, poised to make a run at him, that will begin tonight.
3: And I would say this to the Ole Miss fans listening, that if Ball takes this job, that's the end of the coaching carousel as far as Lane Kiffin goes. Now, Jeff Lebby is still somebody to watch. And Durkin, I guess, is to a degree as well. But... This is the only job that I think is coming open that that you have to worry about with Lane Kiffin.
2: Yeah, that this would be it. This would be it for for sure. So that that ball is going to start rolling major tonight. I still, I mean, I don't feel bad for Manny Diaz. He's making three million dollars a year. I don't feel bad for him. Right. The situation is pretty crappy. I would use a different word, but it's not Mm. safe for radio. No. He is right now. He's got kids committed to him. Not many, because how could you? But he's got kids committed to him right now. He's recruiting right now. And you've got reports out there that his employer is going to be making an aggressive play for the head coach position that he currently has. How on earth... Can this be how do you keep coaching there? Even if let's say that the situation is Miami's decided we're gonna make a run at Crystal Ball. If he says no, we'll stick with Manny for a year and then figure out the A D stuff and then yeah. make a run at Kiffin next year. Yeah. How do you stay there?
3: I mean you gotta really like your job, I guess. But I mean what leverage do you have? You know? No, you're not gonna make that salary anywhere else. Might as well stay there and try to do the best you can. Who knows? Who knows, you might put it together and have a 10-win season next year. And uh again, you know, get locked in for long term.
2: Get an interesting question here on the text line. We'll get to that when we come back. If you want to be a part of the show, you can, just like that. 601-879-4395 is the ceasefire Text line. Interesting question. And we'll uh, we'll dive into it next. If you want to be a part, if you got questions, comments, whatever. Or you want to get ready for Food Friday, you can do that too right there on the text line. We'll be right back. Talking more. Kiffin, Miami, Mario Cristobal, Oregon, Conference Championships, Crazy Day. We'll be back.
16: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. No accidents or breakdowns to report. Traffic's looking good on 55, 20, and 220. If you see a traffic problem, be sure to contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217.
4: COVID 19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com slash COVID.
11: Carter Jewelers is buying our diamonds from some of the biggest diamond producers in the world. We're using the best manufacturers to produce what I know is the finest quality jewelry ever made with no equal in finish and detail. Eliminating importers, wholesalers, and expensive branding, bringing our customers the best jewelry ever made at incredible prices. At Carter Jewelers Christmas Sale, we've got smoking hot deals all over the store. Over a 1,000 pieces with second and third markdowns galore. 18 months interest-free financing, no credit check financing, layaway and trade-in welcome. We're Carter Jewelers downtown Jackson at the corner of State Street and High Street and the Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg. With Carter Jewelers' massive selection, quality, and incredible pricing, why would you ever want to shop anyplace else?
12: This year, don't just get ready. Get holiday ready with Ford. And the best place to start is at your local Ford dealer. Now is the time to get a great deal on America's undisputed leader in trucks, Ford F-Series. With all its power and technology, it's no wonder F-Series have been the best-selling trucks in America for 44 straight years. Inventory is arriving daily, so get the season started off right at your Ford dealer during the Get Holiday Ready sales event. Best-selling claim based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales.
7: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
1: Take the friggin' wax out of your ear. Did you hear me? This is Sports Talk. This is sports Talk, Mississippi. Woo-hoo!
18: I say, sports
1: fans. Now here's more on Super Talk Mississippi.
8: Hang this the
4: mistletoe. I'm gonna get to know you better. Christmas, and as we trim the tree, how much fun it's going to be
8: together.
2: Right, we get this question on the text line. So Ole Miss is allowing Kiffin to jerk them around and is still willing to give him a huge payday. Why? Because if they beat Pittsburgh in the Peach Bowl, they will have 11 wins for the first time ever.
3: Yeah. When
2: you, when you win games like that,
3: here comes here comes something. They're going to get mad at me, Michael. Just go ahead and get ready. When you win 11 games at a program like Ole Miss, you can pretty much do whatever the hell you want. Save it, Mississippi State. You could do whatever you want. You yeah. can tell them, I want this, this, and this, and if I don't get it, I'm going to walk. Buddy, you're going to get it. You're going to
2: get it. And I don't think Ole Miss is necessarily being, quote, unquote, jerked around here either. No. He's still under contract. He's under contract, uh, apparently. I mean, multiple people have said, I've heard myself, that uh, they've been in discussions about his new deal, and it's been honestly really good and and pretty transparent. And they feel like that deal is close, and I imagine the timeline aligns perfectly with what happens tonight, tomorrow with Mario Cristobal. But either way, uh, he won 10 games in a regular season for the first time in the history of the program. You have more national attention on you than you've ever had as a program. Leadership at Ole Miss feels like they caught their lightning in the bottle in terms of somebody that can win at a high, sustained level. And so even if he is possibly interested in other jobs, you're willing to, I mean, what are you going to do if you better not consider Miami or else what? I mean, what's... If you're Keith Carter, what do you tell him? You better not, or else, or or else I won't offer you an extension. Exactly. That that's a way to sour that pool really quick, and you can guarantee he'll be gone next year to any comparable job that comes open.
3: Keith Carter's no fool. He knows how the game is played. Yeah, he's dealt with Jimmy
2: Sexton before.
3: Yeah, you just wait. You got to wait it out.
2: You know, in a few days you're going to have your answer one way or the other. But that's that's why. It's because you are something happened in your program this season that has never happened before. That's yeah. why yeah. you're you're willing to keep that if it means that his names in the pot for other jobs. Uh, so yeah, somebody's asking who does Old Miss go after if Kiffin goes to Miami. I I don't I know. I don't really have a feel for that. Yeah. I mean, possibly – A lot of people would want Jeff Lebby. I understand mm-hmm. why. Uh, Jamie Chadwell.
3: Be a name for
2: certain. That's who I would, I would go I would call. after people yeah. are obsessed with got to get a power 5 head coach or you got to get a no no you you get me a guy that is winning at a place that has been near impossible to win mm-hmm. and chadwell has had some bad jobs and he's one of those bad jobs but if you haven't watched coastal carolina play offense yet go check out some highlights it is the most fun unique offense in college football they run Triple option looks out of the shotgun with a quarterback that's a really good passer. It is very diverse. It's very unique. Jamie Chadwell and his offensive coordinator, Willie Korn, with SEC players, would yeah. be a joy to it's, watch.
3: It's an offense you can recruit to at, at, yep. at, at Ole Miss. It, there are those kind of athletes here in this state and in that area. You're not, you know, Matt Corral is a, not I'm saying once in a lifetime, because Ole Miss has had great quarterbacks, but, you know, as you know, a rare talent for either school here in this state. Uh, But but guys that can run that Chadwell system are available. They're all over the
19: place.
2: We get this message, Jason in Columbus, the four-year contract limit hurts both Ole Miss and Mississippi State. It helps save money at times, but yeah, it does does hurt. Because take this example. This is the best example right here with what's going on right now. I expect Mike Leach to get an extension with a raise attached to it. Mm -hmm. I, I, I expect that to come. But when you are Ole Miss and Kiffin's name was floated out there for LSU, it was floated out there very briefly for Southern Cal, it was floated out there for Florida, it's being floated out there for Miami. And you had Mel Tucker, whose name was involved in those jobs, sign a $95 million contract. You had James Franklin, whose name was floated out there for those jobs. $85 $85 million guaranteed contract. Dave Aranda's contract is in the $70 millions guaranteed. Mark Stoops has a contract into 2028 that extends each year he wins seven games. Guaranteed extension. And he's got seven years on that deal. You have these big dollar amounts, these big numbers, these big years. And if slash when, Lane Kiffin signs his extension with Ole Miss, which will be huge in terms of annual salary and incentives, It'll be Lane Kiff and signs extension worth $36 million. That's a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. But that, in terms of perspective, perspective future coaches and things like that, does hurt you. It does. Because Michigan State's got a $95 million press release that they sent out to everybody. Old Misses will be, oh, $36 million. Uh, But there's incentives involved and automatic rollovers to circumvent a state law that nobody else has. It's not as sexy. It does hurt a little bit. It it definitely hurts a little bit. It makes your buyout smaller. You've got to do things like automatic rollovers that just don't get reported on the same way. If nothing else but perception, it does hurt in a cycle like this one.
3: No question. No question about it. And. At the same time, though, like we just said, it, millions have been saved in buyout money for both schools by uh, by not having that. I mean, imagine if you know Joe Moore had if he had been able to come in and given him a, a six year, seven year deal to start some of that. Matt Luke, I mean, could have had to pay them tens of millions of dollars in buyout money instead of what you you got off the hook there for. So.
2: Uh, yes, we did. We we did talk about uh, Dave Nichol leaving Mississippi State for Southern Cal. It's just one of those things that happens in college football. Your staff members are going to get poached, especially when it's somebody like Southern Cal coming calling. It's a good sign. Yeah. As long as you are able to replace good staff members with good staff members, it's honestly a good sign if you have some staff turnover. It means you're doing a good job. And it also – the next guy that Mike Leach calls – you can, hey, hey you mm-hmm. Dave came here. Now he's in, yeah. he's in Manhattan Beach. Exactly. So you come here, you'll get an upgrade. That's why, like, if you lose a coordinator to a head coach position, you should celebrate that. If you lose your wide receivers coach to an OC job or your defensive line coach to a DC job, you celebrate that because that means something good is going on in your program, and now your coach has something to sell to the next guy and it's a cycle that really is healthy. Why do you think people want to work for Nick Saban so bad?
3: Exactly. It's the same reason he recruits well. His coaches, his players go on to the NFL and his coaches go on to better jobs. They go on to be head coaches. Simple. It, it, it really is a lot simpler sometimes than people want to make it, make it out to be. So I think part him. of that is a, is the personal thing. Is you don't want to you know if you're a Mississippi State or an Ole Miss, you don't want to see your program as a stepping stone to bigger and better things. But a lot of the times it is, and even Alabama is to a certain
2: degree because their assistants want to be head coaches. Somebody says, make no mistake, Kiffin is waiting out to see what happens. Yeah,
1: yeah absolutely. No There's no question about it.
2: And once we get a clear answer on Miami, you'll probably get a pretty sweet press release about his new contract extension at Ole Miss or. The alternative. Those timelines seem to be, I mean, I think this is going to happen pretty soon, though. I know, I've heard from a lot of people that are sick of this. There, there's some fatigue here, and there are a lot of people that are quick to dismiss it. State fans, you guys remember this. Every year, how, how exhausting it was to have your coach named for another job. Mm-hmm. It wears on you. I've heard from some oldest people that are already sick of it.
8: Well, guys, just, every year point, he's there. Yeah,
3: Every year he's there. Especially, you know, God forbid Saban retire. Then you're really going to hear it. I mean, this is, this is you know, how it goes at programs like State and Ole Miss. You know? Now, eventually, could it get to a point where that stops? Yeah, but that's down the road after a couple of decades of winning.
8: Yeah. You
3: know? Eventually. Could you become a Clemson? Sure. But you got to start winning like that at some point.
2: I disagree with this sentiment. Saban doesn't recruit. Alabama boosters do the recruiting. I mean, of course, right, it's a big-time program, but Saban got to the position he's in because of him, right? not because of boosters. He didn't make it in the NFL. He's a college football coach is what he is. But he he didn't just magically snap his fingers and have these great boosters that were willing to get him players. He's exceptional well, at what he does.
3: His boosters are working within the confines of his process. You know, when he talks about the process, it's not just what he's talking about for his players and his coaches, it's everybody being on the same page at the university. So the boosters kind of work for Nick Saban. And that's the best case scenario where Saban is insulated. He doesn't know anything that's going on, but he's given his people their
2: instructions. Oh, that doesn't happen. Ask college football genius Colin Cowherd. That never happens there. Their quarterback only had a million dollars in NIL before he threw a pass. I wonder how that happened. Yeah. Certainly was just a coincidence. (laughs) 601879 4395 is the text sign. You want to be a part of the show? That's the way to do it. Don't go anywhere.
6: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, partly sunny conditions, high near 76. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 56. Your Saturday, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 75. Saturday evening, partly cloudy, low around 56. And for your Sunday, a slight chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 75. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon.
10: Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. I'll never forget when I was a child the excitement I used to feel on Christmas morning when I saw that new rifle or shotgun under the tree. I hope you'll come by and see us and let our friendly staff help you pick out a little excitement for that special person on your list. I have to tell you though, I got the wrong kind of excitement last week. I took off a few days to go hunting and while I was gone, my wife and daughter came in and decorated the store for Christmas. Bows and ribbons everywhere. They even dressed up my dad dadgum black bear mount
6: like Santa a women hey this is bob and if you're like me you like dealing with local people majestic metals was founded in mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in gluckstadt for complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding call the hometown folks majestic metals 800-647-8540 or online at majesticmetalsinc.com at batteries plus we do more than fix phones and tablets we help our neighbors power their lives visit batteries plus
15: in-store curbside and online for fast and reliable phone and tablet repair Learn more at batteriesplus.com.
11: This is Brent Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family owned and operated. We are located in Gladstadt, south of Germantown High. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store. Our entire store turns into a Christmas wonderland with a large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, ornaments, and much more. Callaway's fresh cut Christmas trees, wreaths, and garlands will arrive a few days before Thanksgiving. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Calloway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store. You will not be disappointed. Bring the family and enjoy the day. Calloway's Bloodstat on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is,
8: is, everything for home and garden. That's what Callaway's. is.
17: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Governor Tate Reeves wants to give teachers a $1,300 across-the-board pay raise, followed by $1,000 raises for the following two years. Representative Noah Sanford supports that, but he thinks we need to look for other ways to eliminate the state's teacher
9: shortage. Uh, a friend of mine uh, left teaching after 10 years because of covid you know she said i'm i'm sick of the uh the virtual and the class and going back and forth and back and forth and she said it's just be easy for me just to get out and find something else to do until all this gets back to normal
17: a Mississippi man indicted for the murder of his grandmother will spend life behind bars. Samuel Hunter Anderson was convicted of first-degree murder after shooting Evelyn Davenport to death in 2020 in Warren County. The three-day trial ended late Wednesday. It only took the jury four hours to reach a verdict. I'm Kelly Bennett.
12: Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a... T. You can bank right on your phone or... Tablet. With the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream
19: two-story tutor
12: and Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast? Nice.
8: Don't stop. About
12: Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal Housing Lender.
0: Hey, sports fans, before traveling to your game day destination this football season, be sure to download the MDOT Traffic app to help you reach the game safely. Reach your destination on time by checking ahead for crashes, closures, and construction with the MDOT Traffic app. The MDOT Traffic app is available free for both Apple and Android devices. For more information, follow at Mississippi DOT on Facebook and Twitter
1: Back to Sports Talk Mississippi. Are you ready? On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and always on your local Super Talk Mississippi station.
19: So this is
2: something It's almost like we're controlling the news, I guess According yeah. to John Canzano Who writes at the Oregonian So how he would have this scoop is a mystery But man, as Haydad said during the break That would be one heck of a scoop If this is accurate He's reporting that Clemson Athletic Director Dan Radikovich Is going to Miami Wow if that is true,
3: that's a big that's a big scoop and a big hire. If it's accurate, I'm trying to just checking Twitter here to see if uh, anybody else is talking about this. That's crazy.
2: I mean, why? And again, unless you just want the lifestyle, baby. If you just want to live in South Beach, man. But my gosh, some people are drawing the comparison or drawing the conclusion that this means that Dabo's leaving for Oklahoma. Because apparently Oklahoma's been interested in Dabo. And I'm like, all right, guys, there's lines between A and B, and you're going from A to F to H to yeah, X to B. You're in the Greek letters at this point. You're, 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 you're at theta and pi. I don't know. That's, that's, that's an interesting move. Clemson is a significantly better athletic department overall than yeah. Miami. Significantly yeah. better. Wow. Well, if that's are they?
7: True.
2: Well, in terms of
3: like overall athletics, I mean, football is great at Clemson, but what else is good there? Basketball hasn't ever, ever been really good. They're in good. the ACC.
2: Baseball, baseball program's good. It's a lot of money. Okay. Miami baseball all that program.
3: Matters. I mean, I agree with that. But I mean, Miami men's basketball is better. Women, are uh, baseball is better. I don't know. I don't know. Weird, but. Oh, that puts a time clock on time clock on some other stuff here. This, you know, if that's going to happen, then you're, in a couple of days we're going to know what's the deal with. Uh, what I'm looking for with with Miami.
2: I, I'm at reading some of these comments. Miami fans are like, oh, four letter," that four letter word that starts with S. Uh, oh. He's going to hire Venables, isn't he?
3: <laughs> he might. He might.
2: Oh man. I wonder, man, this makes tonight so interesting. Nobody's going to have the guts, I don't think, to catch up with Cristobal and ask him about this before the game. But if the media is doing their job, if they're doing their job, not a single football question will be asked of him after the game. Not one. It is exclusively about Miami. And if he says, I'm not talking about Miami, you say, thanks, coach. Have a good night. Because what did you think about the game out there that didn't matter at all because you're going to be leaving this job? Or exactly. you're going to be here forever, one of the two. That's the story. The outcome of the meaningless Pac-12 championship tonight game tonight in Vegas, by the way. They've moved it away from uh, Santa Clara. Yeah. Presumably bigger crowds in Vegas was the initial line of thinking because nobody went to Santa Clara for that game over the years. I mean, the Mac championship had more people go to it than that, so. Interesting day. Imagine that moving things to Vegas makes people uh, want to go there.
3: Well, no, it's not that people want to go to Vegas, so I should move my things there
2: is how I would put that. Jim, uh, with all due respect, man, he says uh, a change of topics is a good thing. When it's stuff like this, it it feels, I, I think sometimes a lot of people in this position, and we do it sometimes, there's there's a big story that people come in and out of their cars, into their radio that they want to hear about the most, and we're not talking about it. But we talked about it earlier, but we're not now. So I'm extending it, especially because this news just broke. But Jeff and Grenada asked a question that I, I think that we need to, to get to. And address it. was reported that there was a significant car accident yesterday involving Mississippi State wide receiver Malik Heath. Yeah, I forgive me for starting it out sounding bleak. Apparently, the news is is good today. No. Yes,
3: yes. Uh, not a lot of information, as you might guess, because you know nobody's going to release that. But it was a, apparently a, a bad accident. He was airlifted to uh, to Memphis uh, for treatment, uh, but all indications today are that he's doing well. He's going to recuperate, obviously will not be a part of any bowl game preparations for Mississippi State. uh, or We'll have to see what his career is like going forward. But obviously right now that's not the time or the concern for that. It's just about getting him healthy and back on his feet. So we'll all be thinking about Malik Heath, uh, a great bulldog, and uh, hopefully he'll be okay. That's very, very good news. Yeah.
2: Very good news. Because the the first things that I saw about it last night, people were not... Yeah, last night it looked like it it, it might... You know,
3: not be not be in good shape, but apparently today has been a better day for him. Don't have any information on the accident either at this point.
2: No, but that's uh, that's all certainly good news. Uh, Wanting to ask you guys a question, or Ben wanting to ask you guys a question about this. So, Major League Baseball is in a lockout. It doesn't affect anything because there are no games being played right now. Although. All the players' information has been scrubbed from all the websites. Apparently that's part of it.
3: It's pretty funny when you look at it like that. Like, if you go to the website for MLB.com right now, it's all stuff about their Hall of Famers, and there's
2: no stories about any current players on the website. Imagine that. Two-part two question. Well, two things, actually. One question, and then more of a statement looking for an opinion. Does this lockout, regardless of how long it lasts... Affect your fandom into baseball. Will this make you watch less baseball moving forward? Kind of
3: like I think described the other day for me. No, because I watch maybe seven Giants games a year. They're never on television, and I don't. I don't pay for an. I don't pay for an MLB TV uh, package for them. So no.
2: But there are some who would say yes. And the second part. If you were a diehard baseball fan, Mm -hmm. looking forward to some potential rule changes, banning the shift, varying opinions on that one, universal DH, those kind of things, every rule proposal is off the table in this negotiation. So that is something that not a lot of people are talking about, and understandably so, because work stoppage is more important than rule changes, because if you don't fix the work stoppage, it doesn't matter if you change the rules. However, if you were looking forward to having a universal DH, or if you thought that they should ban the shift, or if you thought that they should be on a pitch clock, which is something that I have screamed about for years, all of those proposals off the table... That will not be a part of next season of Major League Baseball. Those are off the table, not part of the negotiations. The only thing that will happen is whether or not they actually get together and start playing again. But all of that stuff that people are looking forward to talking about this offseason, gone. That will not be done this year.
3: Yeah. Which is a shame. All right. There are there are some I, mean, I don't believe in banning the shift, but there are some some things and, and some rules that need to be changed. And you know, <laughs> Baseball is a sport that, for all our history and romance with it, you know, uh, for, through the years, as far as being, you know, fan-friendly in the year 2021, it just isn't. You know, from the top down, from the time they play all of their games on the postseason to the the, 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 the rules of it, and it's just... They have not evolved with the times. You think about what football was 30 years ago, where basically you were allowed to murder. You could do everything but shoot a receiver going over the middle. If you had a gun, that was a penalty, but everything else was legal. And nowadays, you know, they've changed the rules to allow for these, you know, these great athletes to go out and make these spectacular plays. You know, we used to have the crunch course and the greatest hits videos, and now we have the greatest catch videos. Baseball hasn't done that, you know, and they've, the other, the other, and of course, the, the main, one of the main issues with baseball is that, you know, you look at football and, yeah, there are some teams that you're in, you're out aren't great, but I feel like I can pin those on personnel decisions, right? I feel like the Lions are trying to win. They just make bad personnel decisions. Whereas I don't feel like the Pirates are trying to win. They are, they don't care about winning. So you have, there's four or five franchises in Major League Baseball. They just don't have any interest in winning the The Marlins, they don't have any. They're not looking to win a World Series, whereas at least with the Lions, I feel like you know they're trying. They aren't. They aren't just giving away their players in in ridiculous deals. They're just they're just poor drafters.
2: Yeah, you've so, got one NFL team that is not at the moment trying to win.
3: Well, within the season, you might have some teams that they get to a point where they're just like, okay, hey Saints. Yeah, it's it's not going to happen this year. Let's you know, we, there's no point in that. But I'm, I'm talking about a year in, year out. There is no philosophy in the off season to try to get a championship to this city. You have a bunch of franchises
2: in MLB doing that. Somebody's asking, how do you ban the adjustment of Fielder's position? Does it look dumb? Sure. But how do you ban that? Uh, basketball has three seconds, right? Yeah. Keep a big man out of the lane. Football has certain number of players you can have on the line of scrimmage. If you don't have enough, that's too bad. You can do the same thing in baseball. You can only yeah. have this many players on the first base side of second and this yeah. many players on the third base side of second. And that's how one they other,
10: would do that. One other
3: thing you can do in baseball is win a national championship. That's what Mississippi State did.
2: Got a couple people asking for that. Put it on the board. Put it on the board. Six zero one eight seven nine forty three ninety five is the text line. We'll be back.
16: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. No accidents or breakdowns to report. Traffic's looking good on 55, 20, and 220. If you see a traffic problem, be sure to contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217.
5: Mississippi's healthcare system has experienced many challenges during the COVID pandemic, like the critical shortage of paramedics statewide. Here's Clyde Duchamp, EMS Board Representative to the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance.
1: All of us at the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance
11: recognize the impact that paramedics have in the early stabilization of medical emergencies. There's an urgent need for paramedics statewide, and community colleges throughout Mississippi offer excellent paramedic training programs. If you want to be in a profession that offers the immediate satisfaction of helping people in critical situations, I urge you to consider becoming a paramedic. It's a dynamic,
1: highly valued job. And as a paramedic, you could join the ranks of Mississippi's
11: healthcare heroes, making a difference on the front lines of emergency care.
1: The
5: Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to visit mshealthcarealliance.org for a complete listing of community colleges that offer paramedic training.
11: Carter Jewelers is buying our diamonds from some of the biggest diamond producers in the world. We're using the best manufacturers to produce what I know is the finest quality jewelry ever made with no equal in finish and detail. Eliminating importers, wholesalers, and expensive branding, bringing our customers the best jewelry ever made at incredible prices. At Carter Jewelers Christmas Sale, we've got smoking hot deals all over the store. Over a thousand pieces with second and third markdowns galore. 18 months interest-free financing, no credit check financing, layaway, and trade-in. Well. We're Carter Jewelers downtown Jackson at the corner of State Street and High Street and the Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg. With Carter Jewelers' massive selection, quality, and incredible pricing, why would you ever want to shop anyplace else? Join Middays with Gerard Gibber, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., sponsored by The Road. your destination for fine men's clothing.
0: Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive.
10: Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on a catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta.
1: Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi.
8: Introducing to you
1: Sports Talk Mississippi.
15: That's the Who, by the way. They did
2: some Christmas music back in the day. I've got an ACDC Christmas song up in here somewhere in the system. There you go. Naturally, in perfect AC/DC form, it's I want a mistress for Christmas. So, you know, to each their own, I suppose. Yeah, that's probably, you know,
3: that's, that's, that's something different under the tree.
2: Uh, there's also one in here that that I've been banned from playing because it makes reference to Santa Claus and uh, yeah, you can't play that one. Yeah, uh, about his whereabouts, parents. I think you can fill the rest in, in case the little ones are in the car. But where do you stand on Christmas music? You like it? Love it.
3: I'll, I play it in my car not all, all the time, really but nice. yeah, But I have I have a Christmas playlist that I, that I've put together
2: that uh, I'll play in the car from time to time. I spent the entire day working. I found a YouTube channel that it's live, so it never goes away. You, you can pull it up, like, if you're having a Christmas party or something, or if you're working like I was, never goes away. That plays, like, coffee shop Christmas music. Oh, like Muzak? I guess. Yeah. It's incredible, though. It's just so... And then some of them, uh, they'll have... Versions where you have like a fire cracking in the background, or mm-hmm. very like low volume, just yeah. people talking. Well, white noise, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's yeah. incredible. So yeah. I, uh, I listen to that all day today. Coffee that's shop Christmas I, music.
3: That's what I'll do next Saturday with a Christmas party. Is I'll, uh, I'll put a, a, a fire, a, a loop of a fire log on the TV, and then have that turned up and then turned down. I have a Bluetooth speaker. Which will run my uh, my Christmas playlist of so we'll Christmas nice. music going from the fire on the TV. Is Mike
2: Leach going to be there?
3: I don't believe so.
2: He'll sh- he'll show up the day after and be like, What's up, guys? Right yeah. There's a party.
3: Yeah. We'll be putting everything up. He just walks in. You know what? If he wants to sit there on the couch for a couple hours and eat the leftovers and talk with me, I'm down. Oh,
2: yeah. So. And just all you have to do, I feel like if you're talking to Mike Leach, all you have to do is just say, yeah, or, wow, or that's crazy. And he'll yeah. have something else to tell you. Coach, what's on your mind and just sit back. Oh, shout out the YouTube channel. So I forgot what it was called. I'm sorry, but uh, if I remember, I will say it on Monday's show. Or, But I'm telling you, all you have to do is just search, like, Coffee Shop Christmas Music, and there, the channels will pop up. There, there's more than just one. But it's a live feed of it, so it never goes away. And there, there's not a time limit, not even ten hours. It never goes away, and it was it was fantastic. I'm a big Christmas music guy, especially like Nat King Cole and uh, Frank Sinatra and, and all those that the really old timey stuff. That's my my money window with Christmas it, music. And here's one cafe music BGM
3: channel. Just. Well, I don't know. This is only eight hours, so I don't know. Still. Still. That's enough if you're having a Christmas party. Yeah. Unless you're having a humdinger of a Christmas party. we
2: need to have an office Christmas party. You think Richard would come? Nah, oh, wait. We know the answer to that. Everybody else would come, though. Get to hang out with Gerard and Gallo and everybody behind the scenes. That would be a good time. Richard would I'd come. come. I'd be there. I'd be there, yeah. We had one my first year here. And that was something. Well, why don't we have it anymore?
15: I, I don't know. But we need to, What'd we need you to fire do? that.
2: I didn't do anything, I swear. Did you get drunk and moon the crowd? No, I, I, I didn't do anything wrong. In fact, I, I did not. And I'm like fresh out of college, you know, I'm 22 years old. And it's a Christmas party, and I did not participate. I actually went out like right after <laughs> because mm-hmm. I felt bad. I didn't. I was kind My, of like uh, eyes wide open. Who are these people? And. I my wife's company that. Christmas party is tonight.
3: You're going, Hawaii, right? What are you wearing? Hawaiian, Hawaiian Christmas theme, so i got to nice. break out one of the, the
2: tiki shirts. You know, right now, speaking of Hawaii, right now, so it's 75 here. It's beautiful. I went on a run with my son this morning, and it was hot. I had to take layers off of him. It was hot. There is a blizzard warning in Hawaii right now. I swear. There's been more snow in Hawaii than Denver, Colorado so far this year. That is something. I know That's they've got crazy. mountains and like super tall volcanoes and stuff, and it does get cold there. Like Snowing in Hawaii is not unprecedented. It just never hits the beach. But still, 75 today, the same day, blizzard warning in Hawaii. We really are on the upside down.
8: No.
2: I'll take it, though. Use that cross money and book a venue for the Christmas party.
9: That's what I'm saying. I just don't understand.
2: That's. It. I'm going to tell them on Monday. Mm-hmm. Just, hey, Richard, you know, the bosses came in and said that uh, they really want to do a Christmas party again. And we all kind of decided that you should be put in charge of it. So mm-hmm. I'm just relaying the message they sent get to ex- me.
3: Get ready for some boxed jambalaya, <laughs> a honey-baked ham, and some burgers on the big green egg.
2: should be <laughs> exciting as hell. Can't wait. Oh, man. We'll get some picks from my guy you haven't heard from him in a while. Ben Mintz will join us next with his championship Saturday picks. Then we'll have a food Friday. and Then we'll give you ours and leave you with some final thoughts for the weekend. Busy 5 o'clock hour upcoming. Really glad to be with you guys on this Friday afternoon. Don't go anywhere, though. We'll be back. A lot of football talk coming next.
1: Super Talk, Mississippi. World. Powered by your street professionals at, at the Belowny Street. Mississippi. So 601-345-8090.
7: News, I'm Mary Corsetti. Police were searching for the parents of the teen accused in this week's deadly shooting. Their lawyer now says they are returning to the area to face charges.
6: A Be on the Lookout alert was issued in Michigan for Jennifer and James Crumley, who are now charged with four counts each of involuntary manslaughter after allegedly allowing their son access to a gun used in the murder of four students and injury of seven others at Oxford High School this week. Though at a statement from their attorney to the Daily Beast, the couple says they're returning to the area to be arraigned jeff manasso fox news
7: and president biden has signed a stopgap spending bill that would continue funding the government through mid-february this says he's being treated with over-the-counter medications for an apparent cold probably some cough drops and some tea uh, but otherwise he's proceeding with his schedule white house press secretary jen saki america is listening to fox news
18: along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation.
6: Tico's Steakhouse, East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030.
11: Have Smith Marine winterize your boat so it's done right. See the 2022 best pontoons with great Suzuki outboard warranties. Come see the pros at Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, on the round by Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland.
17: I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Our state is in the national spotlight. The abortion law that prohibits abortions after 15 weeks is now before the U.S. Supreme Court. Many argue the scientific standard of viability has changed over the past 40 years. Congressman Trent Kelly says while Democrats preach follow the science, in this case, they don't want to.
9: They don't want to follow the science unless it's beneficial for them. And the science right. says that is a human being, that is a baby, that it deserves to be.
17: A decision isn't expected until June. A Moss Point man is being charged with a shooting in Escataba. 25-year-old Christopher Freeman is charged with aggravated assault, shooting into a motor vehicle and possession of a weapon by a felon. Jackson County Sheriff Mikey Zell says the shooting resulted from a suspected drug deal. He's being held at the Jackson County Adult Detention Center without bond. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett.
16: The holiday season is right around the corner. So give the gift that's hard
1: to wrap, but easy to give. Give them a steal. From powerful
16: trimmers, blowers, and chainsaws under the tree to branded accessories stuffed in their stockings, the Steel Holiday Gift Guide has something for everyone. Visit your local steel dealer
1: or go to steelusa.com slash gift guide. Real steel. Find
15: yours. Available participating dealers while supplies last.
17: My son is not some statistic. My
15: daughter's not a headline.
17: My girl, she's not someone's agenda. What he, what she is, is irreplaceable. COVID hospitalizations
14: of young people have tripled since the start of summer. So I talked to my daughter's
10: doctor about COVID vaccines.
13: She said they're highly effective in preventing hospitalizations and deaths,
10: even from the Delta variant.
13: We can do this. Find vaccines near you at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.
17: If inflation continues to surge, it looks like the Fed is prepared to raise interest rates. Chris Ishii, president and CEO of Covington Bank, shared his outlook with Gerard Gibbert on Supertalk Mississippi.
18: I look for rates to kind of stay put for a little while
17: longer, just kind of see what the economy does. During a meeting last month, Federal Reserve members said while they believe rising inflation is short-term, term is taking longer to drop than expected about 58 million dollars needs to be injected into the public employees retirement system to keep it solvent according to Senator John
5: horn what folks don't realize is for the purse system to, to grow you got to keep feeding it you, know, you got you have to to show up employees and, and add add more and more employees to cover the liability and so our philosophy in Mississippi is that we, we're cutting state state government and that's had an impact
17: he expects the finance committee to offer up a in the upcoming legislative session, it's possible new employees could be asked to contribute more. I'm Kelly Bennett.
19: When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better.
18: Go
1: beyond the headlines on Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 here on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi continues.
2: A lot of time today talking about Miami and Cristobal and Lane Kiffin and fake Southern accents and also exotic foods. Kind of been all over the place, but let's buckle in and start talking some football now. It is championship weekend after all. I've said championship Saturday all day. There's one tonight, and we'll start there with our guy Ben Mintz from Barstool Sports. Been a little while since you've heard from him. He ventured off to the World Series of Poker. How'd that go, by the way? The, the, uh, the main events. We've talked to you since... Yeah, you were just there at the World Series, but we haven't since you actually participated in the main. So, how'd that go?
14: I busted day two after dinner break. Nothing too, too great, to be honest. Uh, I got knocked out by Nate Silver, which was ridiculous. The guy who does the elections, 538.com. That guy? So, that that wasn't my. Yeah, yeah. I I did a video after, and I was like, I can't believe I lost this guy who picks uh, elections like I pick football games. Uh, It was pretty funny. But, yeah, I did that, and then I did Ole Miss A&M, um, which was a lot of fun in Oxford, and I've been back up here the last couple weeks. Had a blast uh, on the Egg Bowl stream. Uh, that was a whole heck of a lot of fun with Brandon Walker, uh, especially when I got to ring the cowbells in his face. That was my, that was my favorite.
2: Uh, and uh, more just news on this front, and we'll get your reaction to Mintz. minutes. I'm sure you've seen the Crystal Ball going to be pursued by – Uh, Miami and Oregon's going to offer him an extension, and Clemson's AD reportedly going to be taking the Miami job. And now this from Tim Reynolds says that Cristobal's decision about his future is, quote, not about money. So it certainly sounds like if you connect the dots after tonight, we're going to be seeing a new head football coach in Miami, and it sounds like it's going to be Mario Cristobal.
14: Yeah, I hope so, because I think, I mean, I know y'all have talked about it. The stuff I've heard behind the scenes is that Cristobal is number one and they Dwayne Kiffin number two. So I hope Cristobal takes it, uh, obviously. I can see it, too, though. I mean, I, you know, he's from played down there, Miami guy. Um, I think I might – I actually had Oregon in my picks tonight, and I may get off it knowing that crystal Ball may be heading out, to
2: be honest. Oh, there's even more. And we'll get to picks in a second. There's even more. This is Barry Jackson. Uh, We referenced him earlier. He's been covering Miami sports for almost 30 years. Uh, Chris Ball's pursuit has been ongoing for several days, per multiple sources, according to Barry Jackson. There's optimism internally that Miami will land him. It does not mean they're getting him, but the highest levels of Miami are optimistic. So a lot of things are going on. And by the way, he's got a game that starts in less than two hours from right now uh, against Utah. Did you play this game? Well, I gave out
14: Oregon on my picks today, plus two and a half on pick Central, but I think I actually think I'm about to get off it because of this news and just stay away from it because I think this affects everything.
2: Yeah, you might uh, have a, a Lincoln-Riley situation too in Bedlam uh, with what's going on. So let's turn the page to Saturday. The game that everybody around here is most focused on, Georgia and Alabama. It doesn't seem like anybody's giving Alabama any kind of a shot. Nobody's giving Alabama a shot in this game at all. Are you... One of those people. Do you like Georgia minus six and a half here?
14: I like Bama, but, I mean, I'm just one of those people you never get to take Nick Saban as an underdog, so it could be the six and a half. Uh, it'll be interesting because it's one of those games where Georgia either blows them out or Bama wins a close game, I think, because Georgia hasn't played hardly any close games all year. And so if it's close in the third and fourth quarter, uh, that, that's not good for them because they're not used to that. And I also still have some questions about their quarterback play. But if Bama's going to fight and compete in this game, uh, the O-line's going to play a lot better. Auburn dominated them up front all the way into the fourth quarter, and we know how stout Georgia is on that front seven. But uh, I kind of lean Bama in the points here. Uh, you should give me Nick Saban as an underdog. I'm going to take him.
2: Yeah, I hear you. We also have somebody that just texted in, Alabama 28-17, so really confident in uh, in the tide tomorrow. I like it. I want. I kind of want to see that happen. I don't know why. Far be it for me to root for Nick Saban in anything. Oh, I
14: know why. I, I want to go to the Sugar Bowl for no, yes. I, mean. <laughs> since I want Bama to win. For, yeah, I mean, I, that's I, I'll point blank say it. I want to do New Year's in New Orleans, and uh, Alabama needs to make the playoff
2: for that to happen. Do you see? So they they sent out a stadium policy for the Sugar Bowl. Uh, not going to be selling alcohol at the Sugar Bowl. What? Yeah, in New Orleans. That, that is their on their the, the Sugar Bowl's website. Their policy is they're not going to be selling alcohol at the Sugar Bowl. That I have a feeling. That's, uh, that's wild. That's got to change between now and game time, right? Like, there's no way they're going to hold. That's
14: it. That's a lot in in New Orleans.
2: Yes, I swear that's on their website. It's uh, uh, some. I had a buddy send it to me the other day and asked me if it was real or if like if it was a fake website. And I pulled it up and sure enough, there it is. Wow. They'll reverse that's that, loud. especially if uh, if they're sending Ole Miss down there. They'll reverse that pretty quickly.
14: Yeah, that's hard That's hard. hard, hard to believe.
2: Cincinnati, some people think they're winning your in. Some people don't, considering what happens elsewhere. But 10.5-point favorite, that's a big line at home against a Houston team that has won 11 in a row. The
14: fact that it's at home is uh, – I've been back and forth on this one because they they're trying to Houston seems like a very public underdog, but a lot of people are on them this week. I, I'm leaning Cincinnati here. I don't love it because both teams are kind of more defensive oriented, so it's hard to lay 11, but I kind of think I'm leaning Cincinnati uh, at home here. They're coming in red hot. I know they kind of went through the motions for a few weeks when we struggled with Navy and Tulane and some of those games, but I think they're back to playing really well. And it's weird on the Houston front. You usually think of them with Dana Holgerson as a hotline offense. they actually been kind of living off their defense, but uh, I'm kind of leaning towards Cincinnati in this game, actually.
2: Where do you lean on that, by the way? Do you think if they win, they belong in the playoff?
14: Yeah, I do. Sure, I just want to see the G five make it though, man. I think it's good for the sport. I hate the I hate the you know the way it's run right now. I'm looking forward to more teams getting in, and even if Cincinnati gets killed, I'd like to see them get a chance. Um, I think you know they beat everybody. The, the win at Notre Dame was such a good one, and you know I don't know that they're one of the four best teams in the country, but I, I think they have a legit argument to make the playoff.
2: Big Twelve championship there in Arlington, Oklahoma State. Six-point favorite, almost a touchdown favorite, over a team that they beat earlier this season. May or may not be a win in your end in situation for them, too. We don't know. But it feels like if Mike Gundy's guys can get a win here, they're going to be in the playoff. The question is, do they get the win here?
14: Allie and Baylor in the points here. I think Oklahoma State can win close, but I think this is going to be a close game. Uh, Oklahoma a State's line, got really right? good defense For, for this how year. close these
2: teams have played? Yeah.
14: Yeah, that's what I think, too. Um, I could see Oklahoma State winning close, but it's another spot where I'm going to take the six. I have a lot of faith in Dave Miranda. I think he's an
2: awesome coach. Are you going to stomach the Michigan-Iowa game? Like, Are you going to watch that at all? I feel like that's going to set football back 10 years. I'm going gonna,
14: I'm gonna to flip between it and Wake Forest-Pittsburgh. I think I'm about to over in wake Pit as long as the weather's good. It's like 72 because uh, Kenny Pickett and Hartman, it's going to be a huge shootout. And so it's, while it's you know not going to be – you know, certainly didn't dream about a Wake Pitt ACC championship going into the year, but I think it's going to be wild and entertaining. Uh, Michigan-Iowa, I'm just curious to see if Iowa can fight them or not. I know Iowa's going to struggle to move the ball, so defense is going to have to play great. You know, Michigan and Oklahoma State, both in similar spots, beating their arch rival in such big spots last week. You know, do you carry that momentum or do you let down? I mean, you know you're going to be up for your conference championship game, but I'm just very curious to see. How oh, they come out, Iowa's offense is horrible, though. And this game is in, in, in Indianapolis on, a, on a super in the a Lucas Oil Stadium on a fast track. Like I feel like Iowa would have a better chance. if It was like 20 degrees somewhere. Like I, I think Michigan's got better athletes, and that shows up more on the dime type
2: games. That over, under, in pit wake, that's big. 71 and a half. You still like the over, though.
14: Yeah, I think, oh, man, I think this could be 48-44. I mean, the Wake lady, lady can't stop anybody. Uh, they scored a ton of points, and then Pitt does too. I mean, I think this is going to be a really, really wild one. Uh, I'm going to double check the weather report though before I place it.
2: What's wrong with the Saints?
14: Yeah, I mean, the whole—I mean, it's a lost year, man. It just is what it is. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you don't have your starting quarterback, Alvin Kamara, Mike Thomas, your two Pro Bowl tackles, your guard. I mean, you've got an XFL offense out there, literally. Uh, The defense is still playing hard, but there's a point where no matter who's coaching the team, you can only lose so many people, and they've hit it. I mean, there's just no getting around it.
2: So uh, I was going to talk about this earlier. I just just couldn't stomach it, but I'll bring it up to you. So Taysom Hill now uh, hurt, has uh, the same injury or a very similar injury to Russell Wilson, who had to get surgery. You may not see Taysom play quarterback for the rest of the year. I don't think they're going to have him get surgery, though. Future, beyond this year, what should they do? Because I've heard people all day today say they need to tank for a quarterback or they need to get a free agent quarterback. Jameis was good. He tore his ACL. Who knows what he's going to be like after the injury. But what was it, 14-3, to touchdown to interception, second and in QBR, team was winning, he was getting comfortable, and then he gets hurt. But why is it that everybody thinks, oh, just you got to go get a quarterback now? Do you agree with that? What should they do with the most important position on the field moving forward?
14: Yeah, man, I, I, I'm, Jameis wasn't bad. I mean, like you said, he, he certainly flashed at a good TD interception ratio. He was also playing without a lot of guys. But uh, I still just coming off a major injury like that, I don't know if we're quite sure we can rely totally on him. So, I mean, I wouldn't mind bringing Winston back one more year, but I wouldn't be surprised if they do, you know, do look at the draft and the quarterback too.
2: You're the man, man. Thank you so much for, for coming hope- on. And I, Oh, man, but
14: Thanks for having me, Borky. Always a pleasure.
2: And uh, we'll be following your picks this weekend. Good luck and uh, hopefully talk to you next week. College College football
14: show tomorrow morning. Lots of ads throwing Brandon Walker. <laughs> 10 Eastern. It's going
2: to be fun. All right, man. We'll uh, we'll see you soon. Yeah.
14: Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me.
2: That was Ben Mintz from Barstool Sports on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team. Food Friday. Coming your way next. Best part of the week. We'll get to that when we come back.
16: the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. No accidents or breakdowns to report. Traffic's looking good on 55, 20, and 220. If you see a traffic problem, be sure to contact your local law enforcement. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. The best from us to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217.
5: Ben Nelson Golf & Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf & Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gleickstead or online at binnelson.com.
12: This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman-Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman-Taylor today for all your transmission needs.
6: Hello, my name is John Merrill, the owner of Amada Senior Care. We're your local trusted advisor for senior home care. We provide experienced caregivers for your loved ones so they can remain in their home. Just like you would care for your loved ones, our employees provide assistance with their personal care needs. As your trusted senior advisor, I can help your family navigate the long-term care insurance process. Just call me, John Merrill with Amata Senior Care, for your free in-home consultation. 601-864-3752.
9: Hey everybody, I'm Commissioner Andy Gibson inviting you to Stand for American Freedom with our veterans Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. We're going to be remembering the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor with a benefit concert for Friends of Mississippi Veterans featuring Travis Tritt live and in concert with a special appearance by Lee Greenwood. And we want to see you standing for American Freedom alongside Travis Tritt. Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com and at the Coliseum box office.
11: My name is Larry Warren, Warren & Warren Asphalt Paving.
7: Larry, we've seen new asphalt companies coming into the area. What's the difference between them and what Warren & Warren offers?
11: Well, first of all, Warren & Warren will be here with you now and after the job is done. These other people, you don't know where their home office is. They're from out of town. Do they have a tax ID number? Do they pay taxes in the state of Mississippi? That's the biggest problem. Do they have anything with the Better Business Bureau? You look into it a little further, you may find out that they're not even listed with the Better Business Bureau this Bureau. Everybody is different. If a person beats us on a bid, most of the time, it's because you're not comparing apples to apples. They're not doing the exact same thing that we're doing, and we stand behind our work, and we're going to be here. And we do all kinds of work. Anything from a patch job to a million-dollar job doesn't make any difference. People can call me at any time. They can call my telephone number, 601-270-4637, or my office number, 601-736-1203. We still do not do highway work and never will.
1: Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. From the flatlands of Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Every minute worth waiting for. Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Sports Bistro. A handful of them opening up around the state of Mississippi creates an environment that fosters growth and belonging for all. Where the team is bigger than the individual. Where we exceed expectations and positively impact every community that they serve. You think you have what it takes to bring people together and provide a memorable game day experience. Visit 1737 University Avenue in Oxford to join the team today at Walk-On Sports Bistro. More than a restaurant. 6018794395 is the text on you want to be a part of the show today. Somebody said uh that guy sounds just like Patrick Mahomes. Yes, he does. Yes. <laughs> and that is not a manufactured voice. That is just that's just Mintz. That is what he sounds like. That is him. No matter when you're talking to him or what you're talking about, it's how he sounds.
3: Ryan Kelly really wants to be embraced in Baton Rouge. He'll talk like Ben Mintz.
2: He's just molding into A pasty at Orgeron. Yeah, there you go. That's the the direction that he is headed. Anyway, all right, it is Friday. It is just after 5.20, and it is our most favorite time of the week. Thanksgiving is over, but it doesn't mean we're not going to talk about food. Some of the most fun we've had is talking about our obsession with grilling, great barbecue, smoking meats, whatever the case may be, every Friday at 520. We talk about just that, as you know. Food Friday is brought to you by our good friends at Polk's Meats each week. We talk about our favorite ways to grill their delicious Polk's Original, Polk's Cajun, Polk's Garlic and Green Onion, which I had the other day. Fantastic for the first time. As all of their other barbecue favorites. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Hey, Dad, what is going on the grill for Championship Saturday this weekend?
3: No grill. No grill. No grill. We're doing lasagna. It's lasagna weekend. Now, are you going to show the disrespect that you, no, that your friend shows? Well, I'm not going to uh-huh. do that. You're going to disrespect. Let me get the, the the hands here. You're going to disrespect me like that? No, you will not. Oh uh, yeah. So we got uh, we got everything in the fridge ready to go. All four cheeses and three meats, and uh, we'll be we'll be making lasagna. I, I'm not cooking this weekend or next weekend because next weekend is the Christmas party. All I have to do is eat for that one. I'll let the wife handle all of the cooking for that.
2: Somebody says, I will. You got to smoke it. Hey, Dad. There we go. Nope. What's the matter, you, huh? What are you guys uh, making this weekend? Uh, We got two messages now. Grill the lasagna. Hey, Dad.
3: It's just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. All right? It's just not going to happen.
2: Let's see. People we're getting them, Oh my the god, fishes. there's another one. Hey, Dad? you just No. It, people never forget. For as long as you exist on this show, somebody's going to make a reference to you. And grilling lasagna. I haven't decided myself either. I did a uh a few months ago. I took a, a pork loin and I butterflied it out and stuffed it with uh cream cheese that I melted down kinda, uh bacon, caramelized onions and spinach yeah. and rolled it up and smoked it. Yeah. And it turned out great. I want to do that again, but I don't know what to stuff it with. I want to try something else. Have you ever done something like that? Yeah. I mean, what do you stuff it with?
3: The thing is, like, cream cheese is sort of like the, uh, you almost have to do it that way. You know, it feels yeah. like that's that's the best option to get that oozy-ness in the center that you want. Like, I don't know if you could do, like, brie. Would that be something you could do? I don't know. Uh, or, or like, or can I do kind of, a
2: surf and turf? Is there any kind of seafood thing I can put in there? That's probably a bad. Oh, for idea. sure.
3: People, it, it, I've seen. Here's the thing: you can stuff anything with anything these days. True. And there's there's ways to do it. like maybe not maybe like shrimp, but like crab. Make like a crab uh, all gratin almost.
2: Ooh, you see, now you're talking. You know, I little like heavy cream,
3: at. little little heavy cream and cheese crab, little old bay maybe in there. So that would be an idea. Yeah.
2: People are picking on you today. A guy says, "I forgot, hey, that doesn't have outdoor outdoor lights. Stick to inside cooking." What is up with this? What did you do today? I
3: don't know. All right, first off, everybody has seen the pictures. They know I can cook outside. But that said, yeah, it is difficult right now this time of year cuz I don't have lights outside. Like if I'm not done by 4:30, it's I got to go out there with, you know, with the cell phone and like what am I looking at here?
2: What you should do is, like, string up some Christmas lights or something, like you probably did in college, you know? Everybody's favorite back porch decoration in college was stringing Christmas lights above your head.
3: Yes. Yes. I could cook in the front yard. I got a big uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer sitting in the front yard. I could just you know, cook cook out there with that. Yeah, hang out with Rudolph. Yeah.
2: I had a handful of friends get arrested in high school. I was not one of them, I swear. This is not a personal story. For uh, rearranging the Christmas light deer in front yards, got arrested for that. They didn't destroy them; they uh, rearranged them. If you guys catch my drift, with the the yeah. deers that people the deers for the deer that people put in yards, they they arranged them in a way, and they got arrested for that. Spent a night in jail for doing that. No drugs, no alcohol. Didn't steal anything. That's what they got arrested for. Yeah. Spent the night in jail.
3: So, did you watch uh, Malcolm Reed's new video that came out no, yesterday? No, I did not. What did you do? He got a A nine grade Wagyu oh. prime rib. How much did that cost? I wonder. That is, I mean, without guess, without looking, that is probably. A five or six hundred dollar piece of meat.
2: Oh man, I wouldn't trust and, myself with that. I trust him, but well, not myself. that's
3: why you put a thermometer in that
2: thing around
3: after about the first hour of cooking and say, "All right." And he cut into that thing, and it couldn't have been any more gorgeous. And the way he, I mean, I, you know, you can't taste it obviously, but the way he was describing, he called it said it was the softest piece of meat he ever had. He said it was like eating fillet, but it was prime rib. It was incredible. Looking. Oh my gosh! So
2: I saw a video. Eat. So it wasn't Malcolm. Because Malcolm wouldn't do something this preposterous, but I saw a video of a guy that did pulled pork cinnamon rolls, but there's no sugar. Mm. He he sm- smoked a butt and pulled it, and then took uh, crescent rolls and yeah. unraveled them and yeah. rolled the uh,
3: the pork into the that. pork
2: into that, and then drizzled white Alabama barbecue sauce on top. Right.
3: You lost me. There. I would put a chunk of cheese in there. Oh, that too. Like a cube of cheddar or a cube of pepper jack. Pepper jack.
2: Pepper and, the one.
3: And roll that up and let that melt. Yeah. Or you could do, you could do uh, barbecue egg rolls like that, too.
2: See, those, had those. Those are good.
3: Barbecue. There's a restaurant here in Starville that does Philly cheesesteak egg rolls with a f- cheese sauce, dipping sauce. Unbelievable. Get them every time I'm out.
2: We get one message. Somebody, Mr. Moneybags, over here cooking Australian Wagyu fillets. At a boy. That's fantastic. Somebody's making a turducken.
3: I've never had turducken. That's one of I my great either. one of my great uh, regrets of the culinary world is I've never had the uh, the turducken, and I'm sure I'd love it. I right. love everything that goes into it. So why wouldn't I love it?
2: Price apparently had a good day uh, on the land recently. He said he's frying wild turkey nuggets at camp tomorrow. Unless unless you're frying alcohol, I guess. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's would <gonna> be fantastic. <laughs> game game turkey, wild turkey, wild boar. So much better than what you get at the store.
2: Jake's doing some pork tenderloin. I think I'm going to be with you, Jake, tomorrow. I think so. I think I'm going to be with you uh, doing that. I just haven't decided quite yet. Uh, Boudin. The best. Can't go wrong. As Brian Kelly would say, Boudin. Boudin.
3: Had some Boudin and some Andouille
2: sausage and... Go Tigers. What's a Limburger? Somebody's making Limburger.
3: That's a stinky cheese.
2: Oh. Oh, I haven't finished the message Yeah, Limburger, dried tomatoes, basil in the tenderloin. Okay. I like where your head's at with that's, the basil that's, and tomatoes. That's
3: a, that cheese is, uh, it's quite pungent.
2: Do a Neapolitan-style, uh, uh...
3: It, uh... It, it smells like a used diaper filled with Indian food.
2: <laughs> Somebody's making fun of me for saying deers. Yeah, I know. I, I screw Didn't up all the time. I did. I said deers. <laughs> deer. Somebody says, I did that deer thing three nights in a row for my neighbor. I had folks looking at Christmas lights, and they were lined up in front of his house.
3: Stuff the loin with crawfish and boudin. That's a
2: fine choice. See, there you go. There, see, I, I'm loving these ideas here.
3: Here's an idea. Could you make like a quick crawfish etouffee and stuff that into a pork
2: loin? It seems like a lot of effort, but it sounds good.
3: It does sound good. I
2: mean, it sounds really an good. A, an etouffee doesn't take that long to make. Bill and Starkville has a package tomorrow. of alligator meat asking if he should fry it or make a stew out of it. I say fry it.
3: Fry it. Fry it, make some little bites, make a little remoulade sauce.
2: Somebody with the uh, the text of the day: Cook turkey while you're drinking turkey. All right. I mean, yeah. All right. I respect that. I like it. A few more of these before uh, Hammy's cooking chicken breast. They look good. Your house looks good too, man. Thanks for the picture. Love the uh, the Christmas decorations there. It looks great. Ooh. Jeff just got a looks like a roaster chicken out of the oven. Looks fantastic. Somebody says it's not Deers, it's Deera. Dear I. Wow. Congrats to you. Got my first elk this year. Reverse searing a backstrap like a beef tenderloin. of boy.
3: No way that won't be delicious.
2: Fantastic. Food Friday presented by our good friends at Polk's. Get some of their Cajun today. If you're making gumbo jambalaya chili, throw some of that sausage in there. Picky people pick Polk's. Championship Saturday picks coming your way next.
6: from the seabrookpaint.com weather center i'm bob sullender for all your paint and coating needs go to seabrookpaint.com today partly sunny conditions high near 76 tonight mostly cloudy low around 56 your saturday a slight chance of rain partly sunny high near 75 saturday evening partly cloudy low around 56 and for your sunday a slight chance of rain mostly cloudy high near 75
13: Visit two com for a free no obligation estimate.
5: Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox, 957-3841, 957-3841
4: now. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, R.J. Young is here to help. We provide the key technology solutions to power your business while ensuring safety and productivity in the workplace. Visit rjyoung.com slash Covid.
13: This is Allison Callaway. Since 1954, Callaway's has been family-owned and operated. We are located in Gluckstadt, south of Germantown, High. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store. Our entire store turns into a Christmas wonderland with a large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, or. And much more. Calloway's fresh cut Christmas trees, wreaths, and garlands will arrive a few days before Thanksgiving. Our landscape designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. Give Calloway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Come see Calloway's beautifully decorated Christmas store. You will not be disappointed. Bring the family and enjoy the day. Calloway's Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High.
8: Everything for home and
17: Our state is in the national spotlight. The abortion law that prohibits abortions after 15 weeks is now before the U.S. Supreme Court. Many argue the scientific standard of viability has changed over the past 40 years. Congressman Trent Kelly says while Democrats preach follow the science, in this case, they don't want to.
9: They don't want to follow the science unless it's beneficial for them. And the science right. says that is a human being, that is a baby, that it deserves to be born.
17: A decision isn't expected until June. A Moss Point man is. being being charged with a shooting in Escataba, 25-year-old Christopher Freeman is charged with aggravated assault, shooting into a motor vehicle, and possession of a weapon by a felon. Jackson County Sheriff Mike Zell says the shooting resulted from a suspected drug deal. He's being held at the Jackson County Adult Detention Center without bond. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Kelly Bennett.
4: Hey sports fans, This football season, MDOT wants to ensure you get to your game day destination safely. So before you hit the road to watch your favorite team, be sure to download the MDOT Traffic app. The MDOT Traffic app is free for both Apple and Android devices. And remember to drive smart on the way to the game. That means buckling up, obeying the speed limit, and avoiding distracted driving, especially when traveling in work zones. For more information, follow at DOT on Facebook and Twitter.
1: Just search for Super Talk on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Sports Talk, Mississippi. Super Talk, Mississippi.
16: Sports
2: Talk Mississippi is brought to you in part by Visit Oxford. So we've been telling you about some things that are going on this week. How about the weekend? So tonight, you still have time. You've got skating and a Chick-fil-A food truck on site. Tomorrow, you've got more skating. No snow around here. The weather's actually quite beautiful, but you can skate nonetheless. That's from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. holiday. Art Market, I know, hey, that's jazzed up for that one. That's from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. You've got a Santa coming the santa santa is coming <laughs> starting at 1:30 to 3:30 carriage rides around the square from 3 to 7 double decker bus will we'll shuttle from the square parking garage to the uh, pavilion from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. you got more skating going on from Sunday that's 2 to 9 you got a balloon artist from 2 to 4 live ice carving from 3 to 4:30 those are actually really cool to watch by the way and uh, we'll tell you more about what's coming up on Monday on Monday. All information is on the Visit Oxford website. Visit OxfordMS.com and follow along on their social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and apparently you have to be on TikTok now as well, and you can find them there. We get a question on the text line. There's a uh, visitor of interest uh, headed to Oxford this weekend. What do we know about Gabriel... Somebody asks on the text line, who is supposedly going to be in Oxford this weekend, would he be a good fit in the Ole Miss offense, or would you expect the Rebels? Like, and the text ends right there.
3: Like the Angel?
2: Not Gabriel, the Angel. Dylan Gabriel. No. Peter Gabriel? No. From UCF. He's a lefty, for whatever that's worth. Uh, was a starter in 1920 and 21, but his season got cut short due to a broken collarbone, if I remember correctly. When you started that, when you say starter in 1920.
3: Pause a little second there because I'm like, man, he's really old.
2: <laughs> yeah. He's got a walker
8: yeah.
3: out
2: there on the field, but
3: so, buddy. Here's the truth of this matter. This is a, a guy who played at Central Florida when Jeff Levy was calling the plays there. If Ole Miss could pick their transfer quarterback, this would probably be the guy they choose.
2: Yeah, and uh, Jeff Levy's name has been placed at other jobs. I mean, apparently Brian Kelly's trying to get him to OC there. Uh, apparently he's on a list at uh, to be the head coach at Louisiana. So th- these things are uh, in motion. A lot of moving parts here, but uh, there's that obvious connection. He's played a ton of football. I have seen some people and heard from some people that wouldn't be excited about signing him. Uh, they, they look at his highlights, and I, I, my guess is they don't see Matt Corral. And here's the thing. Your next quarterback, regardless of who it is, will not be Matt Corral. He will not be as talented as Matt Corral. You can't, on one hand, call Matt Corral a generational talent and then, on the other hand, be disappointed that the next guy isn't as talented as Matt Corral. This is a guy that started a ton of games at the Division I level, thrown for a ton of yards, has a fantastic touchdown-to-interception ratio. And if Jeff Levy is your offensive coordinator next year, it stands to reason he will be your quarterback next year. He's got system familiarity, a ton of experience. He's accurate. He's a good athlete. Again, he's not Matt Corral. He's got a good arm, not as good as Corral's. It would be a great pickup. Just because he's not as good as your current guy doesn't mean he won't be good. And I think people are expecting... This level of quarterback play to continue, and you're going to be disappointed with whoever it is.
3: It's true. Never want to be the guy after the guy. Let Nick Fitzgerald tell you about that sometimes. You know, it's going to, it's, it's going to be difficult next year. Every time this guy throws an incomplete pass, he misses an open receiver, he doesn't scramble and get the first down. Oh my gosh, I miss Corral so yep. much. Yep.
2: Somebody says they want to see you on ice skates, by the way.
3: Well, you just keep on wishing, buddy. Maybe, maybe Santa will bring you that picture.
2: It's a fair question. Is Luke Altmyer not good? It's not that. Not that. It's just when you've got talented guys hitting the portal that are more ready to be your starter right away, seeing as that quarterback is the most important position on the field, you've got to maximize that position. And if Dylan Gabriel wants to come, he is more ready to be immediately impactful than Luke Altmaier. That's why. They're not going to take just anybody. They're not going to sign, who was South Carolina's, Luke Doty. Like, if Luke Doty hits the portal, they're not bringing him in over Luke Altmaier.
3: Right. It's just, Altmaier's going to be a redshirt freshman. He's, He's played, what, 20 snaps? Is that are you you really ready to just go ahead and put the put it put it into his hands, or can you get a transfer to give him another year to get ready and then you have him as a sophomore, ready or as a junior ready to go, right when Arch Manning hopefully comes in if you're an Ole Miss fan.
2: Yeah, I'm going to cut that little little piece out though of you saying when Arch Manning hopefully comes to Ole Miss and just cut that right there. Yeah, and post that everywhere. You go go right ahead.
3: (laughs) you you already screwed me once. On, on, on the, the Twitter feed, why not do it here? That was fun for
2: about an hour. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Somebody says, Gabriel's best season at UCF was when Levy was the offensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah and that's exactly. that's why that would happen, is system familiarity and stuff like that. If Jeff Levy takes another job, if Brian Kelly happens to poach him, which seems unlikely, it seems more likely that it would be Louisiana or another head coaching opportunity or Oklahoma. Ole Miss. Or Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, LSU doesn't seem likely to. Either way, it doesn't matter. If he is not next year's offensive coordinator, I wouldn't be surprised if they explore different quarterback options depending on who they bring in. This one just seemed they, – they seem really tied to each other. Yeah. Considering the previous experience. But – uh but that's just me. Does Luke Altmaier question scramble as well as Will Rogers? Uh, I we haven't seen it. I don't know. No, I honestly I don't, don't
3: know. No, they're they you know they're probably similar athletically, but I don't know. I mean, I've seen Luke. I saw Luke play a few high school games, obviously down here, and never left there saying that's a, you know he's definitely not as good a runner as Corral was. And no. you know, but he but he's a, but he's a, he is an above average athlete. He'll 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 be able to move around in the pocket. He's not a statue. All right.
2: Somebody's having fun with us. Since nobody wants to go there, what about Plumley? John Rice Plumley will be playing wide receiver next year at Ole Miss, and if he's playing quarterback, it will not be at Ole Miss. Yeah, I think that has been pretty uh, well established. But anyway, all right. So, game tonight? Are you interested? Oregon, Utah? Uh, a little bit. You know, Chad Bumpus is a friend of
3: mine, so I'll be I'll be paying attention from that. And obviously, it has some. Uh, some things going on that are that are worth watching, you know. It it, it has some some implications, you know, across the board. So, and it, I like Joe Moorhead as well. So I got, I have some personal, you know, skin in the game, I guess you could say.
2: Well, especially I've seen a lot of state fans already hoping for uh, for Bumpus to fill the now open inside receiver coach position. Yeah. That seems like a perfect fit, right?
3: It does, you know. It does. I mean, I, I feel like with any coach, learning the the new a system is the easy part, right? Because so that's part of being an assistant coach is you go from job to job and you've got to learn new systems. And everybody has air raid concepts yeah. in their offense these days, so that's not an issue. But getting a guy, a young guy who you, if you feel like would be a good recruiter who understands Mississippi and understand, you know, we we talk about Leach and and the Egg Bowl rivalry. Nobody understands the Egg Bowl rivalry better than Chad Bumpus does. Was recruited by both schools, played in, in four egg bowls, uh, and there you go. So I, I think that he, I, I'm not calling it a slam dunk or anything like that, but I think that would be, definitely be a guy Mike Leach would have an interest in talking to.
2: It's pretty crazy the uh, the Mississippi State ties in this game on the coaching yeah. staffs here.
3: Yeah, it is, it is for sure. And uh, you know, with Moorhead, obviously having been the coach here and Bumpus having played here, so it's not something that's something that's uh, it's
2: cool. You know, it's cool to see that you got a lean in this one. Oregon is a three-point favorite right now.
3: I think Utah sort of has their number. I think Utah wins this one and, and heads to the Rose Bowl.
2: Especially with the distractions. So I, mm-hmm. I am not questioning Joe Moorhead's integrity. Please don't take this as as that because I think he, he has got it. But he's been in talks to take a job elsewhere. Mario Cristobal clearly has been in talks to take a job elsewhere. In fact, you've got some people now that cover Miami that are uh, all but saying that he has taken the job, uh, so you've got a, a distracted coach, possibly a distracted coordinator, and a team that smoked you a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Not a great recipe for a good performance.
3: No, no, there's there's a lot going on for for Oregon. Makes you think that it's, it's just going to be. I mean, and, and it's the opposite for Utah. Right, Winningham's been there forever. He's going nowhere. They have stability. They just won a couple weeks ago. And they didn't just win. They dominated the game. I just don't see Utah coming back from it. I'm sorry, I don't see Oregon coming back from that.
2: Feels uh, unlikely. Real quick, uh, we will go to the Big 12 championship and then give the rest after the break here. Baylor, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State is six-point favorite in this one. If Alabama loses, it's winning their end.
3: I think it's winning their in. Regardless. Hmm. Yeah. I think they would bump Cincinnati out. If Alabama were to beat Georgia somehow, but I will—I think they're going to get it done. Oklahoma State has a bad reputation in these moments. I think they'll do it this time. That they win the Big Twelve.
2: Yeah, I saw a story earlier of uh, Oklahoma State's quarterback uh, Sanders, and uh, there was a manager on his high school team who has autism, and this was a story being told from the perspective of that kid's mom. And apparently, Sanders, during his entire high school career, included him on everything. Uh, befriended him and all that. Since he's been to college, he sends home equipment, autograph stuff, shirts, shoes, whatever he can get his hands on, back to his former high school team manager who has autism that uh, he befriended along the way. So great kid, somebody to root for in this game. We'll be back with the rest.
16: From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations to serve you in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call 601-605-4443 for all of your glass needs. No accidents or breakdowns to report just your normal congestion for this time of the day. If you see a traffic problem, be sure to contact your local law enforcement. This traffic brought to you by River Trust Federal Credit Union, the place to refinance your auto loan, home loan, or apply for low-interest signature loans.
9: I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture. This holiday season, support local farmers by shopping the Mississippi Farmer's Market for all your holiday meal needs. Fresh produce, meat, milk and cheese, eggs, honey, bread, even flowers for the table. And shop the genuine Mississippi store for the best of everything grown, raised, crafted, and made right here in Mississippi. From food items to jewelry, leather goods, we have your Christmas list covered. The Mississippi Farmer's Market, 929 High Street, opens Saturdays, 8 to 1.
0: Join Grammy Museum Mississippi as we celebrate. Have yourself a Delta Little Christmas. Enjoy festive holiday music by Chris Dixon and Joyful Noise, Trisha Walker and the Buford Sisters, along with the brother sister duo Variety. Have yourself a Delta Little Christmas. Will be held at the Grammy Museum Mississippi on December 6th at 7 p.m. and tickets are fifty dollars. To purchase tickets or learn more about the Grammy Museum's current exhibit, MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV. Visit Grammy Museum. MS.org.
5: Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 till 09. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
1: We're hearing Sports Talk, Mississippi. What?
8: What? This
1: is so awesome on Super Talk, Mississippi.
2: All right, a few more games to get to. You've got kickoff in just over an hour from Vegas, the Roomba, with Oregon and Utah, the Pac-12 championship tonight. We already discussed the Big 12 championship. That's tomorrow, 11 a.m. if you want to watch that game. Great appetizer for the SEC championship, Baylor and Oklahoma State. And then there is that SEC championship. Hey, Dad, you've been big on Georgia in this one. They are a a six-and-a-half-point favorite. That, by the way, not 2.30 on CBS. It will be at three. So don't turn on the TV at 2.30 and be mad about pregame shows. Three o'clock start for that one tomorrow. Well,
3: I mean, you go back to July and August. I predicted Georgia to win the national championship then. I'm not going to shy away from that now. I just think they're the best team. Uh, I think Alabama will give them a tough challenge. I think Alabama might be the second or third best team. In college football, and but they're going to miss out on the playoff because they didn't handle their business against Texas A&M, and it's just that simple. But Georgia wins. What is it, six and a half? I take them, I would take. I would give the points there.
2: A microcosm of this college football season. This bad LSU team that fired their coach. Mississippi State and Ole Miss beat Texas A&M. Alabama did not.
3: As simple as that. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it just the SEC West this year was just all over the place. It really was. I mean, State's better than LSU, but lost to them. Yes. Ole Miss is better than Auburn, but lost to them. A and M is not as good as Alabama, but beat them. Arkansas probably should have beaten Ole Miss. Probably should have lost to Mississippi State, but instead it's it's backwards. <laughs> it's the other way it's around backwards. on that. So I mean, it's just a crazy. It was
2: a fun football season for the unbiased observer. For what it's worth, I think counting Nick Saban now is incredibly stupid. And also, I will be taking Georgia minus six and a half.
3: Yeah, so. I, think, I think it'd be close, but by the in the end, I mean Georgia win. All Georgia has to do to win is win. You know, twenty four seventeen. Yep. That's
2: if you easy. like great quarterback play with no stakes on it, Pittsburgh Wake Forest can be a fun football
19: game.
3: That that that's a game, like you said. There's no stakes, so. That, Except for, you know, this is two programs that don't normally win the ACC, and one of them is going to win the ACC. So, I mean, this is the equivalent of having an SEC championship game be Mississippi State versus South Carolina. I mean, it's just nationally it draws no interest, but some program is going to have a historic moment on Saturday.
2: Which will be pretty cool to watch. Likely the winner of that game will be playing Ole Miss in the Peach Bowl, for what it's worth. Uh, you yeah. got to lean there, by the way. Did you make a pick? What's
3: the, the line?
2: It is Pittsburgh minus three and a half.
3: Oh, I will take Wake Forest, and I'll take the points.
2: Me too. I'm taking Wake plus three and a half. Michigan, Iowa. So Michigan wins, and they're in. Their end. It's really that simple for the Wolverines. Do they get it done?
3: Well, if you enjoy efficient, crisp offensive football, don't watch this game because it's not this is going to be a mud bath played in an indoor stadium. So give me Michigan to win in the ugliest possible circumstances. I think they'll cover.
2: Yeah, the field conditions are going to be perfect, and yet somehow both jerseys are going to be covered in mud. Well, blood.
3: don't forget, it, was it a few years ago? Was it Wisconsin-Iowa? or so? No, that can't be right, but Wisconsin-Ohio State, where they're playing indoors, but they had that issue. At the Remember in the end zone, and they had yeah. to like dig it out and put turf back in? I like, only the Big Ten could have that happen.
11: You had the
2: one guy doing the repair by himself yeah, in the middle with, of the like field, a little mini shovel, just trying to. With get seventy thousand people in person watching him, and five million people at home watching this guy by himself fix the turf on that field, I remember that. Oh,
3: look at this! Quinn Ewers has entered the transfer portal. What that kid <sighs> screwed up so bad? Just say your senior year in high school, go to Ohio State. Let CJ Stroud get the year ahead of you, and oh well, he'll be at Texas next year.
2: Yeah, and the people, the the car dealership owners and stuff that gave him the few million dollars worth of NIL deals. Good job.
3: The, the, all the cautionary tales of, oh, this is going to ruin recruiting, what it's going to do is it's going to put some small businesses out of business because they wasted their money. Yeah. The, the cautionary tale is going to be not for the recruits. It's going to be for the business owners. Like, maybe we should, like, sat, settle in on bona fide stars. Who can't miss? And I know you have sort of thought G. J. Ungalaga Langalele. I may have I may have added a gagalanga in there. Uh, was that kind of guy? But you know, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Matt Corral, those are the guys you need to give your money to. Like
2: Will Rogers. Will you Rogers. Know what he's going to be. You next know what year.
3: you're going to get. You know what you're going to get with Will Rogers. He's an NIL idea. Anybody else? Take your chances.
2: Last one. to Cincinnati win? Yes. Yes. I agree.
3: Yes. Yes. I agree. And, and as long as Georgia wins, they'll go to the playoffs.
2: We will be back with you on Monday to recap championship weekend in college football. We will have clarity on bowl destinations as well come Monday. So a big show right here at 3 o'clock. For Richard Cross, who's in Atlanta, enjoying the SEC championship. Boo. And Brian Hayda, i Michael Borky. Y'all have a great weekend. And we'll talk to you on Monday. Good night.
1: Oh, it's incredible. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.